for you? Call yourself Gearhead. Well, I call you Maggot. This is Sergeant Scriber. And I'm here to call you all to task for the dumb crap you call support. For the wonderful blind Mike. You like blind Mike, right? You like the freedom that listening to blind Mike gets you, right? Well, then pull up your trousers, you pansy asses, and get to work. Get this blind Mike subscribers. The more, the better. Do not rest. Do not retreat. I'm looking at you. Who are the podcast fans and Kirk Mini Hand fans? There are ten times more of you punks in those worlds. Down or sign up on Blind Mike YouTube page. Did you think the sergeant subscriber wouldn't see your shenanigans? I am eternal. I am forever. None of you will rest. Take me up, Blind Mike. To 10,000 subscribers. That is a direct order. Go, you gearheads. Go, you dabblers. Go, you minor fans. Take that disgusting finger that was just in your butt and subscribe and text a friend and tell him to subscribe. And now your host, a man who will one day be king and squash all those who stood in his way or did not subscribe. The comedy dark night. Blind. I think he wants you to subscribe to the show. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, subscribe if you like the show. <laughs> I like when the intro is the complete opposite vibe of the host. <laughs> subscribe or else. And then I'm like, I mean, if you like it, you know. You've asked me about, you know, steers and queers before. So I think it gets accurate. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I do hit, uh, I hit Craig with a bag of a uh, sock full of nickels <laughs> or soap, whatever the hell it is. I don't even remember. <laughs> I was concussed after. That's why. Making me just jelly donuts in the morning. That's right. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I think we're going to be hearing from. Oh, I guess we won't be hearing from Hack Ride today. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Well, we'll be hearing from someone in his regime. Yes. So that's exciting. Yes, we will. Uh, but we have a lot to get to. And we, here's the, the real big news. Basically, if you're a fan of this program, is we have a void to fill, which we'll, we'll get to that later in the show. But, um, you know, we said goodbye to an old friend last week. Yes. And a lot of people think I'm not going to stick to it, including Craig, apparently, which I don't care for. <laughs> I, Even I, my my first mate is against me. I said, I said, uh, we won't talk about him on this show, but I'm not ruling out you guys doing a show together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen. Big difference. Uh, but no, we say goodbye to an old friend. And uh, so there's, there's a void to be filled, you know? And really, when you think about it, like Richard Ojeda is a friend of ours now. Mm-hmm. Brennan Schaub, obviously good pal of mine. Friend of the program. So there's really a couple of voids to fill. So we need, we're holding auditions. And uh, so far we've gotten a couple good submissions. Oh, the thing I didn't ask you about, you got a couple of TikToks I sent you as well, right? Yes. Okay, uh, then we have a couple of auditions today. I forgot about her. Yeah, I got one. Or, or, well, two. One we talked about yes. earlier, then the other one is, yes, yes. yes okay, good, 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 good. Uh, yeah, so we'll get to those later. But uh, first, I want to get to this uh, Dave Chappelle thing. Although Carl scooped us last night. Carl got the big interview with me as man on the scene at the Dave Chappelle show. But I want to talk about this article that was on Breitbart that was written about Dave Chappelle because I was there. I'm a... Uh, the world's worst eyewitness, I suppose. So we'll talk about that in a second, but first I want to remind you guys, go to blindmike.net. If you want to listen to 
Sergeant Subscriber, (laughs) then go to blindmike.net. That's the easiest place to find all of our links, whether it's Patreon. If you want to uh, subscribe there, you get bonus episodes of Why You Laughing, as well as the free episodes a week early. You even get these episodes early sometimes. When we aren't able to go live on Sundays, we record these early and put them up early on Patreon. So you could have gotten this a couple days early if you were on that Patreon or if you were a member on YouTube. Um, I think we also accept gifted memberships with the holiday season. Who doesn't want that under the tree? Is <laughs> hey, you can now listen to Blind Mike's bonus content. That's right. So become a YouTube member if you'd like, uh, or if you'd rather just support the show for free, all the free links are there. For this program, why are you laughing? And who are these socials? Uh, so you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube right now, do subscribe. Listen to the, the sergeant. And uh, we appreciate the support of the show. So let's get into this because I uh, mentioned very briefly last week and I actually did want to talk about the show a little. We just had other things going on, so we never got to it. But I did want to talk about my experience at the Dave Chappelle show because my take on it was going to be no controversy whatsoever. <laughs> right. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought Dave Chappelle was very well behaved, if you will, because if you're a comedy fan, you've probably noticed that over the last couple of years, the main, uh, even if you're not a comedy fan because of all the Netflix stuff, uh, the main gripe with Dave Chappelle is his political views. And he talks about uh, trans, the trans community a lot and things like that. And when I walked out of that show last Thursday, I, me and the skirt both agreed. It's not, this was much sillier than usual. And even people messaged me that uh, were at the show and gave their same opinions said in fact one guy said sillier is the exact word i used or i'm glad he's being sillier with his stuff now rather than getting so bogged down in the political stuff now he did close the show by talking about uh israel versus palestine he kind of made it seem like almost reluctantly that he was talking about it until there was an incident with a fan that we'll talk about but uh let's get into the article and I'll note, and they're very subtle. There's some very subtle um, misgivings in this article that I'd like to correct, if possible. Uh, report. Dave Chappelle goes on pro-Palestinian rant. Cheers of free Palestine and oh, Jews leave. I, uh, all right. So in the, uh, in the title, we have uh, some mis- <laughs> misinformation. Right. <laughs> the whole, and you can call it a schmaltzy word, and you can, you know, pick apart his real opinion on it and everything. But he kept saying that it was a, a you know, a message of humanity. He wanted a, a more pro-humanity stance that he wasn't seeing in the media. So already you're misrepresenting how he framed his argument. Again, you can dissect what his real opinions were, and that's fine. But just in the title, they're framing it in a way that Chappelle never framed it. Yeah, this is where the right shoots themselves in the foot just like the left does, is on stupid, dumb stuff like this. Exactly. Well, that's why I was I was disappointed when I saw it was Breitbart, where I was like, they're a like, real far-right website, right? Are they still, I assume, even yeah. though the guy died? Yes. Um, so that's where I was like, oh, you guys bitch endlessly. And we're going to get comments now. We always, get, we always get these comments. And a couple years ago, we did a lot more of this stuff. And I just didn't really enjoy it. I remember, I think it ended when I was getting really into Rogan having like Dr. Robert Malone on and uh, Peter McCullough and these guys. Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of looked at myself and was like, You're, I'm not this guy. I'm not, you know, 
I, my dreams are not to be the next uh, Rush Limbaugh. You, you, check, you check your Joe Rogan feed, you see Peter McCullough, and you're like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, this is not me. This doesn't suit my personality. Yeah. So I backed off a little bit uh, of this. So we don't talk about this stuff much, which is why it's even crazier. Like when we have Richard Ojeda on, and we, you know, we wash his balls a little bit, <laughs> people will pick up and be like, oh, well, this point that he made, you guys didn't even push back on I know, because we're having fun. Did you see us laughing the whole time? <laughs> Lighten up. <laughs> Even last week, we talked about some trans issues, and I thought you could tell we were joking because Craig's calling them tricksters over and over again. <laughs> and I would correct him on his pronouns, and people would be like, Mike, you're really going to call this guy a she? <laughs> it's like, first of all... If that's what they want, who gives a shit? And second of all, leave me alone. I was kidding. <laughs> so people oh, are going to get very worked up. Speaking Here's of. my... Go ahead. Hey, Craig, ask me my opinion on Israel versus Palestine. Okay. Um, hey, hey, Mike. I uh, was just curious watching the news and um, was wondering where you stood on this Israel-Palestine conflict. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, me either. I don't even know what the issue is. Uh, I know they don't care for each other. <laughs> They've never gotten along. I couldn't along. tell you anything about any of this. So I didn't, I didn't even know what Chappelle was talking about half the time, to be honest with you. It's like <laughs> they were bombed. Yeah. Yep. So my point is simply the misreporting in this article because I was there. So that's all I want to talk about. I don't, whatever your opinion is, go somewhere else. I don't give a shit about it. If you're curious, I'm I'm on the side of uh, Israel. If anyone, we all know if, where anyone, if anyone wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, first line in this article. Comedian, it's basically the same as the title. Comedian Dave Chappelle went on a pro-Palestinian anti-Israel rant at his show in Boston on Thursday evening and was cheered by the crowd, causing Jews present in the audience nope. to walk out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. We've got two now. We're up to two so far. We're about one sentence into this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Chappelle was not cheered. People sitting around me when he said... uh. I want to talk about this issue, but I also don't. People around me were saying, don't do it, Dave. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't talk about this. And then the thing I found most interesting is when he was giving his opinion, and this is where I started to respect what Chappelle does, because I, like I'm sure a lot of you, like when I watch his Netflix stuff, I'm like, oh, God, it, it is. It's very preachy now. And mm -hmm. I find him to be a very interesting speaker. So even if he's going to give a serious talk for an hour, I can watch that. I find him to be a captivating, insightful guy, even if I don't agree with him. Right. Um, but what I, but when, you know, when I watch those Netflix specials, I'm like, OK, this isn't really it's there's a lot of this that isn't comedy. It's just him kind of lecturing people. At this show, which was a full hour of comedy that he gave people, at the end of it, he starts getting a little political, and people are going, oh, shut the fuck up, Dave, boo! People are like yelling at him to try and get him to stop. So not only was the you know 19,000-seat arena not filled with cheers, people were telling him to shut the fuck up in a way where I kind I felt like, oh, this is a very rare thing in comedy now, as much as we talk about being oppressed and shit. Like, it felt like a vibe of watching someone like Lenny Bruce back in the day, where people are telling him not to give his opinions. It was kind of wild to watch, and I thought it was an interesting comedy moment. Like, 
as someone that does a history of comedy podcast, it was all, it was kind of cool that I was there because I got the experience of, oh, this is why he does this because people are telling, he's giving his opinion to what are supposed to be like his fans, people that are interested in him. And they're all yelling, shut the fuck up, Dave. That's what I found interesting. So the idea that we were cheering at the <laughs> garden was is crazy. It's just raw. It's incorrect. I heard you were doing a stick tap with your cane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, listen, if it was just the guy sitting next to me writing this article, then he was right. I was rocking and reeling and hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Down with the Jews, Dave. Give them their comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Um, next part of this article is a, a source from the show posted on Facebook. Would you like that or would you like me to skip it? Oh, I would like it a lot, Craig, because <laughs> I always think when I want news, why even bother turning on CNN when I can go to Facebook? <laughs> Correct. Hello, my friends. This is my first Facebook. Hello. Po- <laughs> oh, dude. Hey. Uh, this, Hi. this is my first Facebook post in nearly seven years. Wow. You can tell this is a reliable source yeah. because he's kept quiet for all this time. Yeah, yeah. So when this guy speaks, you got to listen. Yeah. Uh, with that said, it is also the only social media platform I have. So I hope people still use Facebook. Why but, are you telling us this? Yeah, this sounds like a <laughs> I group. guess, you know, I'm, to be fair, he's, he's, this guy's talking to his Facebook followers, and I'm like, why, is, why are you telling the article this? <laughs> yeah, this sounds like it should have been a group message, though, maybe, at most. This is what, but this is what dog shit this Breitbart piece was. Who's mm-hmm. the writer of this? His name, Joel uh, Pollock? Um, it's one of the ones that says it at the end? No, it's, a, it's uh, a, Joel, think, yeah, think, Joel B. Pollock. Joel Pollock is a horrible journalist. Well, he's not a journalist. He's a guy that reads Facebook. He's a a guy that still has the most irrelevant social media platform. (laughs) And he saw one post and wrote an article about it. So shame on me for calling him a journalist. He's a guy that has Facebook. Uh, I would like to share with you an experience I had last night. My wife and I went to the Dave Chappelle stand-up comedy show at the TD Garden with three other couples. What started out as a funny and joyful evening for the eight of us ended with disgust and fear. Oh, <laughs> fear. Yeah, I don't. Fear. I don't get it. Is Dave gonna come at us, <laughs> honey? There's a black man on stage. Run! How come I'm just noticing? <laughs> get Dane Cook back up here. <laughs> Wasn't that wacky? <laughs> uh, towards the end of his act, Chappelle mentioned the war in Israel and how he is a Muslim. How he, as a Muslim, denounces Israel for its treatment of the people in Gaza and started to add in lots of false and unsustainable claims. Okay. This is still not true, really. I th- well, I think he this does. is where he is my memory is a little fuzzy because I thought he got to this after someone yelled at him, which we'll get to. I thought that's when he really went into the rant because it started with like, hey, I'm not on either side, really, I'm pro-humanity. Like, I don't like a lot of the shit that's going on and the way it's being covered. So already this guy's putting his personal spin on what he thought Dave meant, in my opinion. Um, a gentleman towards... Meanwhile, the- by the way, I'm, we're not even... The crazy thing about this article, we're not shitting on the journalist yet. We're shitting about a, on a guy on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is definitely us just being like, you believe this guy? Yeah. Um... A gentleman towards the front yelled out, you should shut the fuck up. Chappelle lost, That's true. Chappelle lost it on the man yelling, you don't tell me to shut the fuck up at my show. True. I could believe that. True. 
Chappelle then started on a tirade of his beliefs, leaving comedy behind and focusing purely on the politics. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Again, he talked about that guy for a while. And then that led to him, because he was talking about how we live in a place where he's giving his opinion at his show and he has a microphone and someone yells, shut the fuck up. He was talking about the hypocrisy of that. And that eventually led to him giving his uh, more in-depth opinions on the matter. It was not this instant, like, all right, here's what I think. This next, this next little bit incriminates you, Mike. (laughs) Okay. Um, While that was awful in itself, what made my heart sink and started to invoke fear was the crowd of nearly 20,000 people started yelling, go Palestine, go Hamas. My girlfriend's Muslim. What do you want from me? He was, you know, (laughs) twisting my arm. (laughs) And other related hateful jargon. That's my favorite line. That is the exact opposite of what happened. It's literally the opposite of what happened. People were yelling to Dave, shut the fuck up. Now, maybe someone in this guy's section yelled something the opposite. But what I heard up in the balcony, so believe me, I got a good good ear to all of it, was shut the fuck up Dave. People telling him to shut up. I think everyone's just sick. At this point, everyone's just sick of it. Um, The audience was cheering Chappelle on during his tirade. I was sick. We were yeah! sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, all, we thought it was a Bruins game. <laughs> no shit. No shit. You just looked at the banners up in the rafters and got inspired to yell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tatum's going to bring one home this year. <laughs> uh, I turned to my wife, uh, to my friends and wife and uh, said, I think it's time to go. Wow. How brave. Yeah. We walked out and met up with many other Jews leaving the show. <laughs> Hello, Jews. Hey, Jews. <laughs> like a beacon went off. They all knew to now, congregate. Okay. Can I tell you what happened here? Yep. Is Chappelle, you know, goes on his rant. And I, again, I was interested in it because I think he's an interesting speaker. Correct. And then he says, uh, your openers tonight are guys like I've come up with and worked with for a long time. I have a special relationship with each of them. Let me bring him on stage real quick. And he brings on Dane Cook, who opened. Don, well, actually, I don't know if Dan was on there. Donnell Rawlings, who opens for him a lot. And uh, Cypher Sounds, who was the host. And two other openers who I'm not too familiar with. Chris Wiggins, I think, was one. And Marshall Brandon, maybe? Um, I, I, I'm not too familiar with their comedy. How long was this show? It was over three hours. Jesus. So, okay, that perfect... Question, Craig. It was over three hours. It started at 7.30, and we left at 11. Wow. And Chappelle was still talking. And so he's talking about his his, his buddies that opened for him. So you left and, while he was still up there? And that's that's when me and Alba were like, all right, we can go now. Mm. He was closing the show. And that's when people were kind of flooding out the door to try and beat traffic as best they could. Or they were offended. Now, it, well, I can tell you what I heard was that was awesome. Uh, it was people being shit faced. And then there were a few people saying, I'm a Jew and I'd like to give my opinion. <laughs> How the fuck did he know they were all Jews? They were outside like those dudes that like drum on like Tupperware and beg for money. On? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jewish brothers. <laughs> Uh, never in my life have I felt so unsafe and so fearful of what I was witnessing. That's, that's, that's on you, buddy. Yeah. It was a perfectly safe environment. There was security there. 
The words alone were horrific, but we were vulnerable in a public forum. How could we know what would happen? Could violence against the Jewish members in this audience break out? <laughs> Holy crap. No, it couldn't and it didn't. I thought that was the end. It's not. Uh, <laughs> here in Boston, how uh, was there so much hate for Jews? There wasn't because there's a lot of Jewish people here for sure. Yeah, there wasn't. An, well, but again, maybe some of those people that left with me were leaving. Where are the chants coming from then? Yeah. If everyone's getting up and walking out, where are the chants of yeah, fuck the Jews or whatever he said? <laughs> How could a comedy show provide- Go Hamas! <laughs> <laughs> How could a comedy show provide such a mechanism for people to verbally shout out their hatred for Jews? Well, it didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, that seems like a dumb question. I mean, there is a microphone with speakers everywhere, so he can basically say whatever he wants. And the comedian's usually Jewish. It just so happened this time they weren't. Yeah. Uh, the unfortunate icing on the cake was that all cell phones and communication devices had to be locked up, so there was no video or audio evidence. Oh, Ooh. how inconvenient. Yeah. So, <laughs> although big, uh, someone on 98.5 was in with their phone. Don't know how. <laughs> well, I spoke to that man. You did? Uh, I don't want to get him locked up for having his phone. But I texted him. And said, like, because I, I always, my default is that I'm crazy or I'm misremembering or something. So I texted him just to ask about this. And he goes, listen, Ch like Chappelle said what he said. There was no max exodus. There were no chance. Didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. Now, did you question said fellow on his uh, uh, hateful words towards Dane Cook? He said the real crime was Dane Cook, to which I replied, I didn't think he was that bad. And I have not gotten a response. <laughs> it was three days ago. <laughs> um, uh, with that, I am hoping social media can spread the word. If you well, they sure did. I'm, I'm hoping social. I'm hoping. So again, oh, this, next this is someone who's saying these words were so hateful. I can't believe I was subject, subjected to them. I hope you guys can tell everyone about them. This last I can't believe that I had to suffer through this. Let everyone you know know this. This last sentence is disgusting. Okay. If you've made it this far and know how to use social media better than me, please share and see if we can get this to the Boston Globe. Thank you. Oh, good. Make sure it gets somewhere where it will really be misreported. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get this to the bottom of journalism. <laughs> Stat. Oh, man. Uh, Chappelle, this is back to the article now, like the okay. regular article. Uh, Ch Chappelle first condemned the October 7th attack on Israel by Hamas militants, but criticized what he said were war crimes in Gaza, according to people in attendance. Uh, is that true? Okay. <laughs> is that what he said? I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> uh, the comments came up when Chappelle said that he didn't think students should lose uh, job offers for supporting Palestinians. Uh, that, that doesn't seem that far off. We're okay so far. Like, here's the thing is Chappelle said a lot of shit. I don't think they're framing his opinions correctly, but they're, at least they're not pretending to quote him here the way they said people were chanting fuck Hamas, which didn't happen. Yeah. And honestly, if people are from there, obviously they're going to support that land. Well, here's my here's my other problem with the article is, again, I disagree with Chappelle's opinions all day. I think he should be allowed to say them. Maybe you don't. Um, but the guy in the Facebook post said, ah, geez, it's a real shame we couldn't record it. 
to make everyone else feel the hurt that I felt. <laughs> but how do you remember so specifically what he said? That's my question. Yeah, you wrote like seven because paragraphs. I'm, I'm having trouble when you're asking me, did he say this? I'm like, mm, kind of. That sounds from, but I don't think it's a direct quote because anytime I walk out of a comedy show, even when it's not controversial like this, I'm always like, ah, remember the joke about the, th ah, fuck. What was it when he made the joke about the college kid? I, well, I can't remember, but it was funny. It happens to me constantly. I'll leave a comedy show and be like, that was so funny. And they're like, what was your favorite part? And I'm like, I, I don't I, remember. I couldn't quote a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's every comedy show I've ever been to. So how do these people so specifically remember verbatim what Dave Chappelle said? That's my main issue. He's like, yeah, the things they're saying, it's like he had some opinions. Maybe you wouldn't agree with or Maybe you would think are over the line or whatever. But they're misquoting him is my problem. Because right. they, were they writing this down? Well, this the, Joel Pollack wasn't there. So was the guy on Facebook writing all this down? Or how did he get this information that Chappelle said exactly this? Um, an audience member's... Because I don't remember. An audience member's command for the comedian to shut the fuck up drew an emotional response from Chappelle, who criticized the Israeli government for cutting off water and other essentials to Gaza. And he, again, he criticized the guy for a while before he got into any of that. Yeah. And <laughs> he, said, he said it was the, the biggest bitch movie he's ever seen. Uh, someone, someone yelled out and called, by the way, like, you know, before you get too high and mighty, one of the people that was against Chappelle yelled out, you're gay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, so I don't know. I mean, like, that's true. They should, you know, uh, some audience in the article, uh, it's not, it's not there. <laughs> some audience members cheered Chappelle on and shouted free Palestine while others yelled. What about Hamas? The attendees said attendees. Oh, so you talked to other people, Joel? Who are they? <laughs> Some in the crowd got up and left. Yep, because it was 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday. Uh, video has yet to emerge. Um, spokesperson to uh, told the journal that he was not in Boston the night before, though a schedule f uh, for tour dates confirms the shows took place. It is possible that the spokesperson was referring to the Friday night and not Thursday night. What? So they don't even know if he was there. The people Joel Pollock is talking to don't even know if Chappelle was there or not. I don't, they don't know which night. Because he was there for... He was there Thursday and Friday. Right. So they're like... So is this guy insinuating that the Friday show is canceled? He's insinuating he doesn't know which show it came from. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, solid reporting when they're like, I don't even know which night it was. It is possible the spokesperson was referring to Friday night and not Thursday. Well, then how the fuck are you even writing this article, Joel? <laughs> and the thing is, it was, a, it was a, the whole thing was about the Thursday night. The Thursday night show, unless there was a, an exact reenactment <laughs> Friday night. There's a, there's a correction at the bottom of this, which is hilarious. Uh, this post has been corrected to note the show took place on Thursday and not on Saturday. <laughs> Saturday? Where did Saturday come from? I have no idea. <laughs> So he was here Friday night and I had a friend there who told me like a fight broke out. Just like drunk people got into a fight and Chappelle had to stop the show. A fist fight? Yeah, I guess so. No shit. That's something I've never seen in a comedy show. Whoa. Well, so here's the thing is like I walked out of there. It would have been great if I walked into this group of Jews because we all would have been complaining about what seems like the same things but different. Because <laughs> I would have been like, hey, hey, Jews. 
Uh, I'm never going to a comedy show like that again. Well, hello, like Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Gavolt. <laughs> uh, because, like, a comedy show at a 19,000-person venue fucking sucks. I bet. I'll never do it again. Like, I saw Burr at Fenway, and that wasn't, uh, that honestly wasn't as bad as far as just, like, people not paying attention. Well, it's kind of set up and, like a, a a theater, though, because it wasn't like in the round or anything. I, it's a big theater. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, but like the stage is one way, and everyone's kind of sitting on the same level for the most well, part. Well, so Cypher Sounds is the host, who's like he does comedy now, but like it was a lot of you know like where my Puerto Ricans at, like that sort of shit. like yeah. <laughs> very basic racial stuff. Yeah. Um, but he's also a DJ. And so like, he'll like in between comics, he would do some DJing shit. And then before he brings Chappelle on stage, he plays this song and tries to like get a sing along going. And for a minute I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like this is a, this is a cool thing that you, you don't usually get at a comedy show. And then he did like 12 different songs (laughs) And and we're on our feet and we're like, Dude, just start the fucking shit. All right, we got it. You've 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 jerked your dick enough. You're you're a good DJ. Get Dave on stage, please. <laughs> please, I need to hear what he has to say about Palestine. So it it wasn't a great environment for comedy. I'm kind of surprised Chappelle sets his show up that way. But it's also a lot of people there. Like I'm guessing this guy on Facebook that wasn't there to see Dave Chappelle. Obviously, like if you're getting offended by that type of shit, you don't really know what Chappelle does. So you're just there. I'm assuming one of the other couples was like, let's go to a show. And they were like, uh, he's not going to bash the Jews, is he? Or, <laughs> no way. Or he went because he was like, Ooh, I could make a post afterwards and get some attention. You know, that's also very possible. But I'm not even going to blame the guy on Facebook because, as we heard, he doesn't post on Facebook much. <laughs> and he thought he was just talking to his friends, as we saw in his address. Yep. And now he's in an article on Breitbart. So I'm going to blame Joel Pollack for this, um, who didn't even know when the show was. <laughs> it wasn't Saturday, if you were curious. <sighs> well, that's good to know. It's good to know that it wasn't on the day that David left town. Yeah, it wasn't when he was in New York or whatever the fuck he was at <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah, so that was crazy. Like, I like, listen, listen, I really enjoyed the show. And even he starts out by he tells a very nice story about Norm, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and it was it was odd because we had just done the Andy Kaufman episode and he starts talking about Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman. Really? Which I was, I was like, is this for me, Dave, you rascal? Is he a fan? <laughs> you, why are you laughing guy? Uh, so he tells that story and then there's, I don't want to give too much away cause he just filmed a special, mm-hmm. but there's some self deprecating shit that kind of lets you know he, he knows it was enough with the trans stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very funny. You know? That's very funny. Yeah. So like, I thought he did a good job with that shit. And a couple of times he's like, people would yell out like, what do you think about Israel? And he's like, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it. And he would ah, he kind of hem and haw. And you know, he ultimately was going to talk about it. Close with it. Yeah. But that's like, that's what Chappelle does. You know what I mean? Like, so... Mm. People at a Chappelle show were saying, hey, you're not allowed to talk about this. To me, that's the crazy. That's the story. That's insane. Like, especially but, they thinking he's going to listen. 
those are uh, those are my two cents. And make sure you timestamp when we move on because people might want to skip through this. Yeah, I already did. Right now, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to get plenty of comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's basically what I thought of the Chappelle thing. But I think there's going to be a much edgier comedy special coming out pretty soon. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, I mean, you thought you were offended at the TD Garden the last Thursday. Ever been Buckle to, up. You ever been to Hever to Grace? Can I, uh, uh, can, could you actually pull up Matt Reif's last special? His last special? Matthew Stephen Reif, it's called. You would find it on YouTube. I want to see two things. I want to play the intro. Of course. Most importantly. But I want to, uh, I want to see when it was released because this seems odd to me. What, that it was like four seconds ago? Yeah, am I crazy? <laughs> no, I feel like we did this not long ago. I thought uh, it was like April. Six months. Six months ago you released yeah, it. And, uh, so yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm right. Probably around April. Do you know how many friggin' views this thing has? I'm going to guess 11 million. 17 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't understand. And Joe List has hey, 600,000 on his new special, which is the best one of the year. <laughs> what was it? He's got like under a million because he got demonetized and uh, pushed down by the algorithm. That's gross. Gross. And Matt Reif says cunt. He does. I can tell you this. It's definitely edgy because he tells us at the beginning. Can we play this? We sure can. This uh, is what the people guys, you know. This is us not you, caring you, about monetization is what it is. You guys, you guys watch on YouTube, so you're probably used to edgy content. But I'm not sure a Netflix audience is going to be able to handle this. I don't think so. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to my second hour special, Matthew Stephen Reif. Yet another special made for you Thanks guys, for having by us, you guys. No <laughs> streaming service, network, studio behind it. Just another product for you guys to enjoy. If you call my first special OnlyFans, again, available on YouTube, then you, you imagine understand how important you support like, is. Back in the day, a special story. Hey, gang, I'm Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of laughs. <laughs> you know. Uh, you've seen me in my red suit. I guys, buckle up because we're gonna talk about setting myself on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna set the room on fire and then talk about setting myself on fire. <laughs> if you want to see Edgy, you've come to the right place. All right, <laughs> fire away, folks. To me, and how I want to give that right back to you. And this product does exactly that. It's it's my favorite body of work yet. It's very important to me. Can I tell Everybody- you what I think this was? I think it's Matt Rife saw Top Gun. Like, you know, when you see it in theaters and Tom Cruise is like, hey, folks, we really put a lot of work into this. I think that's Matt Rife going like, oh, that maybe this is the new trend and like kind of picking up on that, which is probably smart of him. Like, it worked 17 million views, but it's a weird way to start a comedy special. Did that happen in the new Top Gun in theaters? Oh, yeah. You didn't see it in theaters? No, I only the, watched. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon starts the same way where it's Martin Scorsese going. Guys, this is a message I really wanted to get out there for a long time. I hope you enjoy the film. Is that it? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's the gist of it. Why is Scorsese doing that? I don't know. It's a new thing. Well, he's Martin Scorsese. He doesn't have to say shit. Well, uh, it works given the ending of the movie, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it was a great movie. Almost it? as good as Matthew Stephen Reif on YouTube end of watching it you're gonna understand why so if you enjoyed half as much as i enjoyed making it for you hit like subscribe comment share with your friends all that good stuff so i can continue to make more for you let's see who gets offended 
Oh, <laughs> buckle up, everybody. Ah, the face is tough, man. Let's, let's see who gets offended. So you get offended. This is where this is where you guys have heard me over the last couple months try and like Matt. Like I want to. I want I, to I like the guy. I don't hate Matt Rife. I want to like him. But that moment, I'll never be able to shake out of my head. But this one, you hit like, subscribe, comment, share with your friends, all that good stuff, so I can continue to make more for you. Let's see who gets offended. <laughs> you know what? Should we? That should be in the outro. No. Let's see who gets offended. Let's see who gets offended. Chef Hackride put it in every intro. <laughs> Let's see who gets offended. <laughs> like, it, almost like he's reluctant. Like, I don't want to do this to you guys. I don't want to put you through this. Just fair warning. You're in trouble. <laughs> Listen, they, I, don't, I don't control what comes out of my mouth. It just flows through me. It's nuts that he's got a Netflix special filmed and out already. Yeah, so that was six months ago. How has he put together new material? If he filmed the next day, I'm stunned it's coming out already. When Louis C.K. was doing a special a year, yep. he's, in my opinion, one of the greatest to ever do it. And that was like, hey, slow down, guy. I It'd hated be better it. if you give it a little more time. When he started doing that, that's when I started going like, God damn it. Yeah, it's just like, hey, take a break. Let the material, you know, breathe a little bit. Work on it. It'll give it a little more tinkering. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather go another six to to a year, six months to a year of you making sure this is exactly where you want it to be. It'll be much funnier. Nope. We're <laughs> rushing them out now. Every six months. <laughs> and by the way, I've heard a lot of people say that like um, the the retention. Like the duration that people are watching of comedy specials is like roughly a half hour or less. Mm -hmm. So for Matt Rife to put out an hour special and then put out another hour in the same year. Six months later. Like, I mean, good for him again. Make that money. It's just a money grab. You know what I mean? Like there's no way there's going to be better material in this special. It's not possible. I don't know how he put that one out. Film the Netflix special and it's out already and it's not repeat. Maybe it's repeating actually. Who knows? Well, let's see. Let's see some of the, uh, yeah. let's see a little tease here. But the half an hour thing is, did you, I don't know if we talked about this yet, but did you see Kurt Metzger's half hour? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm not usually typically a fan of his, but I thought that entire thing was very funny. Oh, really? That's interesting. Cause I liked his. Our White Precious, his old album. I like that better, actually. But oh, really? Yeah, I th I thought it was so funny. But um, yeah, no, he's very good. Uh, here's but yeah, that, that's why. Like that's what. So Gas Digital put out those half hours because they were like, hey, it's a it's basically a way to advertise, not burn all of your material, but to get a special on YouTube, right. like something people can watch, and people are more likely to watch all of it than the full hour. Yeah, and if YouTube is watching us right now, this is a advertisement. Yeah, they want us to play this. All right, leave us alone. <laughs> we are, we are helping. We're helping Netflix. I can't stand social media, which I know is crazy because it's why you're all here. That is, did you ever eat someone's ass then break up? Bro, I would fuck a grandma in a heartbeat. I know that's gross. Just testing the waters, just seeing if y'all are still fun. Just wanted to see. Just wanted to see. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Am I to understand long this time. isn't going to be edgier than the last one, is it? It's a long time coming. I don't know if I can take it. 
It's a long time coming, this man. I don't know if I can fucking handle it, Matt. Why are you doing this to us? What you can see is him pantomiming, sticking his toe in the water while he says it. I barely recovered from how edgy the last one was. I just finally mended my wounds. No, when he comes out and he looks at a guy and he goes, let me guess, gay? And everyone was like, oh, got him. I think think on this one, the only way you get edgier is if you literally set a crowd member on fire. He might. That's the only way you can roast anyone worse than the last time. He is dressed like a burglar. So How so? Uh, black pants, black shirt, and a uh, wife beater. Just looks like a burglar. Oh, I thought you meant one of those old-timey, like, uh, Shawshank <laughs> yeah. prison outfits. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that would be very funny, though. <laughs> Fun. Robbing us some laughs. <laughs> I just wanted to see. <laughs> He's robbing you of laughs? Is that what you said? <laughs> November 15th. I don't understand how that's possible. Matt, you're giving us too much work. We're going to have to watch this now. Oh, have to. <laughs> Which That'll have to be a Patreon exclusive, I think, because we'll get taken down if we play any Netflix here. Yeah, I, I don't know. Netflix has this crazy technology that if I even go to play something that's on the... We might get in trouble for that trailer. Oh, for sure. No, we're getting yeah. demonetized for that, for sure. Ah, you bastards. Yeah, yeah. Hey, super chat us even though we're not live, huh? Oh, yeah, that's right. We're keep not the, live. Keep the, lights on. keep the lights on. I should have been pretending to. Re- I'm going to do that from now on. I'm going to pretend to read comments for like good. for the first half hour. They're all from Justin. Yeah, yeah. Justin, stop paying us. <laughs> Come on, you rascal. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, hey, again, like for what, when we talk about Matt Rife, it always gets into the algorithm of people who like Matt Rife and go and support him. So we always get comments that are like, oh, these guys are jealous. Opposite. Make that money, brother. Godspeed to you. For That's sure. All. Like, he made $25 million this year. And as Joe List said, deserves every penny. <laughs> he has 17 million views in six months. Wow. Kudos. Beautiful, buddy. Good for you. I just don't know how he's duping people into it it's very impressive uh duping is strong i don't i wouldn't say duping what do you mean i don't know i'm just talking to the people that are going to listen to this randomly and oh no he's great yeah he's He's hilarious we're actually bid on his bid on gay guys being into fashion was so revolutionary i never heard that take before it was insane yeah and um if anyone is watching just because they like matt rife we're actually really good friends with him we are yeah no we're, we're buddies we hang a lot and sometimes we talk about ideas like, I say, it's weird. Matt, me and my girlfriend have had kind of be getting into arguments lately. And he points out to me, Mike, guys and girls are often different. <laughs> I remember. And that. I thought, you know, I never thought of it that way. That's really interesting. I remember, I remember you called me, which is rare. And I was like, why is Mike calling me right now? And then you told me what happened. Couldn't believe yeah. it. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, he pointed out some things like girls, when they get into relationships, have different desires than men. I think, how did he put it? It was that men are more sex driven. Yeah. yeah. And women tend to be more emotional. And I thought, Matt, that's a really interesting observation. I hope you do two hours on that in one year instead of just one. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was so profound. What's it, Matt, what's it like being a 20 something in this crazy world? <laughs> Dude. Have you figured out the dating apps yet, Matt? Have you used Hinge? I'm hoping. What I'm hoping for is I need him to deep dive into some ghost hunting stuff in this special. Well, actually, but here's the thing: is like that's what he talked to Rogan about, and yeah. if, honestly, that's what I would encourage him 
to do is like he should talk about shit that makes him weird or interesting. That would be fun. Because that's been my criticism of Matt Reif is that it's not horrible. We have like I I would love to play Matt Reif clips and make fun of them because it'd be good for the algorithm. But there aren't enough like mockably bad clips. It's all just like, hey, uh, so, ma'am, is this your is this your boyfriend? It's an that, hour. It's an hour of setup. Your, that's your dad. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And then the crowd's like, oh shit, they're it, not dating. It's an hour of setups. Yes, yeah. It's a, and it's setups that you've heard a million times. It was literally like, literally, he talks about it, that gay guys are into fitness and into fashion in the first ten minutes of his last special. Spot the lie. So you know. Hey, well, yeah, well, he hits the nail on the head every time. It's like, I don't know if this is necessarily innovative. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I worry about Matt Reif. I think how devoid of content will this one be since it's six months after the last one? The only thing I can think of is that he saved... Listen, it's a long time coming, as he's told us. It is. So, maybe he saved material, which a lot of people do, is they save their best stuff, best stuff for the next special. So maybe in the last one, he held back a lot of his A material and was like, when Netflix comes calling, that's when I'm going to unleash hell on these people. Good luck to everybody. That's all I got to say. Good luck holding on to your sides. I hope they don't <laughs> split wide open. <laughs> They're going to. It's guaranteed. Yeah. guaranteed. Hold on tight. You're going to want to keep that compact. <laughs> uh. what, do you, what, do you, what do you do for a living, ma'am? You're unemployed. How did you afford these tickets? I'm charging out the ass for these. How did you get in here? And then just the TikTok logo. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the whole thing. <laughs> but but here's what I've always said about Matt Rife is like, to me, he's a very standard 28-year-old comedian. I keep thinking, oh, well, he's probably older than that now since the first time we've talked about him. But no, that was six months ago. So six months. He's yeah. still 28, I'm guessing, or 29. I do. Um, I, I'm very curious the timeline of when that was. That one was filmed and came out, and then when he got this deal and was like, I "I'll he said film it, tomorrow." He filmed it in December. Wow, I could be wrong about that, but I, I'm pretty sure. So this was so this was filmed before the last one even came out. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The last one was filmed in December. Okay, so I'm saying, and then you got to assume this is. So yeah, it was probably summer, six months. Yeah, that's crazy. I like the Craig. What Craig's perplexed about is just time. He's like, you're telling me April, that was months ago, and December is even before that. There's no, yeah, <laughs> there's no shot. The <laughs> there's no shot there isn't crossover between this YouTube special and this then. There has to be, right? But why would they? Why would Netflix buy that? Because he's the hottest thing in the world. I guess, but then everyone's just going to be like, oh, I saw this already. Did no? they? But did they? <laughs> Those 17 million people did. That's that way more people will watch on YouTube than Netflix. That's a guarantee. That's a geary guarantee right there, folks. Yeah. I, I would, I would say that he could be one of the few comedians that would bring in more subscribers for Netflix. Um, right now. Nah, who doesn't have Netflix and is going to, here's the thing about Matt Rife's fans is like, they're all young girls that see him on TikTok and they're upset. Are they, and they'll go out to a Matt Rife show because it's a night out and he's handsome and they get to look at him. Yep. Are they like supporting Matt Rife in that way where they, they want to go on and share his special and really care how he does? Like, are they fans the way, you know, 
Nick Mullen fans are going to spread that special around. You know what I mean? Like there are much smaller comedians. This is what Kirk always talks about with like his live shows and shit is like, there might be podcasts with like bigger audiences, but there's no one more dedicated. Like people are going to buy tickets to a live show, even if they can't go, they want to support the show badly. Or someone didn't someone buy the pay-per-view like 200 times. Or shit like that. (laughs) Where like, does Matt Rife have people like that? I doubt it. I doubt it for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. It's But hey, like I said, good for him. I hope they paid him a shit ton. I hope this kid makes his money because I don't see it being a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to flame out eventually. Because Unless, here's my hope for Matt Rife, is I see him as a standard 20-something comedian where he doesn't have life experience yet. Now, the problem is he's super famous, so that growth now is stunted. He's not going to become an adult. Right. But, like... Maybe he just evolves over time and his, his, you know, experiences become deeper and his thoughts become more nuanced and we get stuff beyond like how crazy it is to go on a first date. He'll be, he'll be safe to Leah. I guess so. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully Hopefully not. Jesus. What are you wishing on people? No, no, no. Hopefully (laughs) that he's safe. Oh yeah. 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 Safe part. (laughs) Yeah. Cause he's got like the same audience. They're same, same. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, Yeah. He's, he's taken over Crystalia's audience and then some. They're like, where where can we go where we feel safe? Oh, there he is. He's right there. Uh, Yeah. So shout out Matt Rife. Good luck, buddy. We'll be watching on uh, November 15th for sure. That's when we might want to have a Roy. I know Royce is a big Matt Rife fan. We might want to ask Royce to come back for that. Yeah, he's been. It's been a while since we've seen Royce. It has been a while. Um. All right. What else? Uh, before we get to a couple other great comedians, what did we have? Oh, do you want to play this uh, Sam Real thing real quick? Uh, yes. So I didn't know. Um, I think this is new. If so, it's worth playing. If not, let me know in the comments because I'm an idiot. But. Um, I haven't seen these guys do this in a while. So Sam Morell and Mark Norman started to pop in part because they would make these like local news appearances to promote their gigs, Mm -hmm. which are always terrible. Like there's, there's never a point. I've heard a million comedians talk about this, where there's no point in doing like they sell zero tickets. Yeah. Often comics will ask like, Hey, how many of you are here because you saw me on this radio station or this TV station? And if they're lucky, one person claps. Right. And so, they're, but they're just things that they're required to do usually in the contract for the club or young comics will kind of be tricked into thinking it'll move tickets or whatever. Sam and Mark, instead of bitching about doing these appearances, made the most of them. Yeah. Tom Segura is like the godfather of this. Segura is a great one. Yeah. 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 He would do, he had a, like a character that he did. Yeah. Like something ladybug or something. I forget what yeah, exactly. DJ what dad mouth. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> but uh, Sam, I think this is a new one unless he posted an old one and he just happens to be back in Columbus, but either way, it's the first time I saw it. So I thought it was worth playing. Um, he's in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And there's an issue that my guy, Justin Trudell has been working on this from maybe Sam and Justin can get together to get to the bottom of this. Cause it's an important issue that these newscasters are afraid to touch. Self-proclaimed Emmy winner for best morning TV guest. Sam Real posted <laughs> this joke on Instagram less than 24 hours ago. Talk about what people can expect. I mean, have you been to Columbus before or is this the first time for you? No, I've been, I've been, I love Columbus. Uh, great city, big fan of, uh, Despite all the human trafficking uh, going on there, I still find uh, a lot of fun. A great city. 
nonetheless. You've got your class act tour. Hold on, so that they, they just ignore the first, he says, despite all the human trafficking, they don't acknowledge that this is how stiff these fucking news anchors are. Yes. That a man just said, hey, I love Columbus, despite all the human trafficking, which means two things. It means there's a tremendous amount of human trafficking that goes on in your city. And despite that, St- Sam still loves the place. He's willing to look past that. Three things. They're not reporting on it. <laughs> they're not reporting on it. And literally, they're not reporting on it because they gloss right over it here and try to move on. Theater, this Friday, yeah. October 27th. Tell us what we, oh, want to, we can expect yeah. with that. I'm going to talk about the human trafficking epidemic in Today. Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> what is going on with the human trafficking? What are you talking about? Uh, are you uh, a big sports fan? What's going on with that? I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of. Hold on, hold on. I love these. I love these setups where I. My only assumption is that Sam has something they've seen in his act where he talks about the Knicks or something. Yeah. What a, just a the Byron Allen setup. Of, I understand uh, you're a big sports fan. Why don't you tell us about that? You were telling me about the Knicks last week. Uh. <laughs> think, think about think about human interaction where if you just walked up to someone, yeah, you know, someone wearing a Yankees cap, let's say. And you say, I hear you're a big sports fan. Why don't you tell us about that? <laughs> Just a big fan. What would the response possibly be? Uh, I am, yes. Jay-Z fan. Yes, I do like sports. You've <laughs> hit the nail on the head. In fact, so much so that I don't know how to elaborate on it. <laughs> and what's going on with that? I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of is human what's, Hold on. Oh, go back just a little bit. Not tell us about that. What's going on with that? <laughs> sports. What's going on? Meanwhile, yeah, there's a- no sports. Continue to move along. Baseball. They're in the World Series right now. You've got uh, the basketball season starting up. Football's in mid swing. That's what I can tell you as a sports fan. The sports guy at the end of their desk is like, do you not listen to a thing I say? <laughs> you, you've taken all my <laughs> Sam's taken all my great insight. Sports is, in fact, happening right now, which is what I was going to say. But <laughs> going on with the human tra- what are you talking about uh, are you uh, a big sports fan what's going on with that i'll tell you what i'm not a fan of is human trafficking there are a lot of news you are very annoying with this the guy says <laughs> Go back a little bit. this is literally having a conversation with justin trudeau yeah i'll tell you what i'm not a fan of is human trafficking I like how the guy, got, the, the guy's word to describe this is annoying. Yeah, it makes me wonder, what is this guy up to that he wants to avoid this human trafficking subject so badly? Do I need to look into you, sir? <laughs> what I'm suspense. not a fan of is human trafficking. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with There this. are a lot of news reports, yes. All right, well, listen, Sam, enjoy your time here in Ohio, and um, We'll yeah. look forward to seeing you. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a good one. I don't get, I don't know. I think he would, you know, I know he's kind of edgy and funny. I didn't get the human trafficking thing because it really wasn't funny the first time. And then he kept doing it two and three and four times. And I just, what an asshole. That's the joke because he kept going. (laughs) If he did it once, it wouldn't have have made any sense. (laughs) It would have been like, oh, that's terrible. (laughs) I I, I love guys like that, that, that judge comedy in that way where he's like i don't get it wasn't funny the first time it wasn't why funny. would he why would he keep going with it i didn't crack a smile why would you well meanwhile he's like fake laughing because these guys don't know how to have any confrontation i would have said like well hey what do you mean we report on the news if you think it's serious which obviously this guy did yeah i would say hey we report on the news every day what do you mean where are you getting these facts from <laughs> and sam probably would have been like i don't know i'm fucking around yeah, <laughs> you know <that's> something <laughs>
what I I love. That's what I love about these guys doing those bits is like, I love the phoniness of newscasters. Like have a real moment if you want or, or laugh. Cause he's doing this fake laugh thing where he's pretending to be all, you know, goody gumdrops. And then when Sam <laughs> leaves, he's like, I mean, that just wasn't funny. I don't understand that. What an idiot. Can we finish that up? Oh, is there more? I thought that was. Under oh, it. sorry. Maybe, maybe we got to the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. He was just going, I can't believe it. I, I just, I don't know. I don't understand why. <laughs> and then it's sort of a thing. Where he's kind of like a cuck to his fellow news anchor, where he's like, "I, you know, you understand that I don't subscribe to that sort of thinking, right?" <laughs> she seemed like she was having an okay. Thing. She's like, "Yeah, whatever." You didn't find that funny? I did. <laughs> he's like, "I think it's hilarious how much human trafficking goes on in Columbus." <laughs> Justin's gonna be emailing him soon. <laughs> Dear Sam, <laughs> Mr. Morrill, if you need some statistics this weekend. <laughs> 400,000 slaves in America. It's, it's probably only gone up. Which can't be right, by the way. I think that's the number Justin has thrown out at me. That was the one I got text. That was that all started from a random text he sent me for no reason. <laughs> Not no reason, Craig. Well, something needs to be done about it. Yeah, that's true. All right, so there was a reason, but it came out of the blue. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of is this human trafficking. <laughs> Which is, by the, again, a perfect response to... What's going on with sports? Are you a fan of that? <laughs> it's like, well, here's something as completely off topic. <laughs> yeah. so shout out to Sam Real. If you're in uh, Columbus, Ohio, go see him two days ago when this comes out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to go there now and see what he what he does. <laughs> I'm glad Sam's still doing that because it's it's really just for him. <laughs> and so he has an Instagram clip. Right. Which then <laughs> helps him That's in the long run. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, are we? Did we have anything else, or do we have a couple of uh, auditions to replace the late Stuttering John? Uh, we have one, I believe. I think we have two. What's the second one? That's not a well, female. We have we have Rosie and we have GD Fenderson. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I okay. thought you said uh, TikTok, so I was like, I only have one more TikTok. Um, we should have two of her videos, though. No. Uh, no, one, there's oh one, boy. there's one and it is extremely long and said, we have to get through the whole thing, but go right above that. Is there not a different one? I don't think so. Let me check. This is Rosie's grandson. <laughs> I don't think Her I granddaughter, see. whatever. Let me check. Um, let's see. Blind Mike. Yeah. No, nope. Matt Reif's right above him and, huh. uh, right below him was. Uh, All right. Well, maybe uh, maybe that'll be a submission to who are these socials next week or something, because I mentioned this on who are these socials. This is really more Rosie, I think, is more of a replacement for uh, Alec Baldwin. If <laughs> she's she's much more in the Alec Baldwin style. Seems so. Of yeah. social media. <laughs> so I mentioned this to Carl a couple weeks ago that she does these monologues and Carl. Carl likes to be succinct. I like to take my time with Rosie. <laughs> Carl likes to chop her up, and I always say, Carl, you're not getting the full rosy experience. You got to deep dive into this lady. You got to really make sure you hear every word, because each each word is more important than the last. She's got the angriest looking mouth in the history of time, too. So uh, she puts out TikToks multiple every day. Um, So way more than Alec Baldwin puts out. But it's in the same, it's in the Baldwin style of looking at the camera and just riffing (laughs) now this is this is really done in the fashion of 
you know, I like to call it nursing home chic, where she really makes she makes sure she's like the the most interesting person at a game of canasta. <laughs> Is what these TikToks seem to, seem to be. I don't know who they're for. I don't know why Rosie thinks she has an audience on TikTok. Um, I mean, maybe it's working for her. I, I haven't checked her follower account. But this is an interesting video. And yes, like, like Craig said, we do have to make sure we get to the whole thing because there's an interesting moment that, that tells me that Rosie may be just the type of buffoon we need to replace someone the caliber of Stuttering John in our arsenal. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday hello. all day is my name. Why is everyone saying hello to me? I don't know. <laughs> Whether it's on Facebook, it's Matt Reif, it's Rosie. And they always go, hello, hey, everyone. It's Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching this four days later. Yeah, today it's Friday when we're watching it. When the audience is watching it, it's Sunday. <laughs> so it doesn't do a lot of good, Rosie, telling us what day it is. And I'm here to pick up my kiddo and the pickup line, which, you know, is a lot. Rosie, of by the way, what? is 70. I was going to say, how old is her kid? She's picking up her child. Her One of her children just had a child. Yeah. So she will have grandchildren that are playing with her kids someday. Their aunts are <laughs> the same age. You get here early. You know, you got to time it right. And um, today I came a little early. The gate was not open yet. But luckily oh, they were don't you hate that the office hate it let me get in so craig you're a parent you you're probably getting fired up about this i'm getting real fired up especially uh with the uh the lewiston shooter on the loose everyone's just backing up traffic everywhere well who, get- ca- who cares about mass shootings this is good content right here <laughs> what did rosie go through in the school line <laughs> dakota will be quite happy about that of course your kid's name's or dakota clay. i'm gonna try to start getting clay in there even though she says she doesn't want me to say Clay, but everyone else is, so it's confusing. They don't want me to say Clay. This is interesting. I'll tell you what's happening right now. Have you deduced it already? No. Let me get you up to speed. Rosie, who's notoriously very liberal, although she is you know, getting up there in age. Like I said, she's, she's nearing 70. Mm-hmm. She has a child who is a who was born female. Oh, doesn't want me calling. Okay. Yep. All right. I gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. But identifies as they, which believe me with Rosie as a parent, I can't imagine it's indoctrinating a fucking five-year-old. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely on her, on their own. They said, I would like to be called they and call me a different name, Clay, instead of Dakota. Ugh. And, but what's interesting about watching this is like Rosie is adapting, but not as much as you would assume she does, where she kind of keeps throwing like almost subtle digs at the kid, I guess. Can you believe this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> anyway, I'm here listening to Sevens, 70s on 7 on Sirius XM. Great channel. 70s on 7. This is where we get into the conversations with Nana. <laughs> where... Oh, Nana, Nana O'Donnell, what are you up to? Oh, I'm listening to seven. Would you believe they have all 70s music and there's no commercials? Isn't that, isn't that great? It's all my old hits. You don't get that on the radio. That's why I love this. Have you heard of Sirius XM? I think it's new. (laughs) It is a great channel. I will give her that. Age, I'm going to be 62 in March. Oh, 60. I'm sorry. I aged her. I apologize, Rosie. 
Oh, man, I thought you were correct. She might be lying to us. I'll be 58 in March. <laughs> um, it's a great channel to listen to because it brings you right back to where you were when Kenny Rogers was singing Coward of the County. And no, it I doesn't. didn't know that I even mm-hmm. knew the words to that. When he was like singing that, you don't know where you were. You, hey, 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 Rosie. It's Kenny Rogers here. I'm going to be singing Coward of the County today. Where are you? You were seven at the time, possibly. <laughs> oh, Kenny, I'm glad you called. I'm I'm in uh, elementary school. I'm going to mark down where I was so I never forget it. Thank you. <laughs> in case they ever make a radio station that you're on, I'd like to remember exactly where I was when you were singing this. <laughs> so thank you. Shocking part. You're like, it's like Awakenings, that Penny Marshall movie. All of a sudden, like some part of your brain clicks in and you know every single word. Yeah, it's called dementia, Rosie. <laughs> Kenny, is that you? Are you here? Why is she talking to this guy? Kenny! <laughs> She's looking rough. <laughs> Go back a little bit. I want to hear her break down. Now, to me, yes, 70s on 7 is described in one way. It's a radio station that plays 70s music. The amount of words she used to describe this is fascinating to me. Singing Coward of the County. And I didn't know that I even knew the words to that, but that's the shocking part. You're like, it's like Awakenings, that Penny Marshall movie. All of a sudden, like some part of your brain clicks in and you know every single word. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me, Rosie, you didn't know you knew the words to the song and they just came out of you. You've heard the song before, right? That's great. I mean, I, that has to have happened to every single person in the history of time. Like a song the comes The title on. is some of the words. Yeah. <laughs> so at the very least, you knew those. There's been several times like a song's come on and I've just been like, oh, yeah, I know the words to this. But I, <laughs> I think I, I, based on what Craig is saying here, I think he and Rosie would have a better time than he's letting on. I think so. I think if Rosie was ranting, most of us, I think, would be nauseated by this conversation. But Craig would be like, you're telling me... They, they play 80s music sometimes, though, right? I can't. I can't <laughs> He's I can't. like, no, 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 I'm telling you. Your kid wants to go by what? <laughs> it's just 70s. <laughs> <laughs> that you didn't even know you knew. That would be a great category for Jeopardy. 70s music. I would kill in that category. Oh, boy. I mean, is this not just nursing home chatter? <laughs> This is the old lady. They're waiting for bingo to start. Oh, my God. If I was on Jeopardy, keep that 70s music away from me. I'd be going. I would. Oh, I would crush it. She's talking like someone that would get almost every question wrong, too. Oh, my goodness. I would. Oh, that would be that. I mean, that would be my category. It's always those people that make this chit chat in line at a store, which you're going to see some of. Uh, but it's those people that would be the absolute worst at whatever they're talking about. <laughs> like you, I, I think success to some extent coincides with humility. Oh yeah. And, and, and insight into yourself. Not always. There's a lot of egotistical people that are very successful, but they at least know how to navigate talking about themselves in a way like this, where it's like, I mean, seven, it's not even an interesting thing. She's claiming she'd be good at 70s music trivia, which I'm sure has been a category on Jeopardy. This is not an idea. She had. I'm sure it has, but she's like, <laughs> dust the floor. Ooh, with all these and people. what if, I would really like if they had potent potables. Have <laughs> they ever thought of that? 
<laughs> she just starts answering all the SNL categories. Well, what if what, can someone get this to uh, uh, Ken Jennings? Words that start with the letter V. <laughs> Maybe that should be a category. I would lick that category up. <laughs> yeah. I knew Craig would like that one. I was not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold, please. All right. You'll oh. be happy to know I hold found on. the... Hold on. This is a thing she does. This is her one of her signatures, and we're going to get to her sign-off uh, by the end of this. But one of her signatures is she records a video, and she'll rant about a subject and then say, hold, please. Instead of making a new video... She says, hold, please, and then goes about her business and comes back and finishes the video. This this wasn't even live, was it? No, no. Okay. No, this is uh, this is chopped together, and she thought, hey, I don't want to leave the people hanging. I need to give them more hot takes. Like, 70s music was good. Wait till she goes to Channel 6. Wait till she sees what's on there. Oh, boy. 60s. You believe that? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Medicine that worked on this and um and in she my is Nana. makeup bag so i put She's it talking on about medicine now it's already better so oh I, I keep all my ointments in here and i have <laughs> listen to this guys i'm not sure if you've ever heard of it i have this pill separator I'm and i'm sure able to good. separate them <laughs> by day which is so you know i have uh, some medications that i only need to take on monday uh, some I need to take two or three times a week. Some of these I need to take uh, twice a day. So what makes it easy is I have this pill separator. And look at this. It's labeled Mon, Mon M-O-N. That means Monday. Mm -hmm. if, if you guys were a little confused. These are all abbreviations for the days of the week. And as you can see. And that's how I know which days to take. Monday and Tuesday, empty. And so if I so if I lost you the 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 Wednesday section here the little the little section marked Wednesday those are my pills for Wednesday I didn't want anyone to be confused <laughs> hoping I'm not going to go through another six months of having angular chelitis on my face and have mean people I mean this is offensive you want to talk about the guy on Facebook this seems like a stereotypical Jewish woman character that's being created this doesn't seem real. This is an old Yenta that somehow figured out how to work TikTok. Imagine going, uh, people need to hear this. This is She's one step away from saying I'm verklempt. Like the <laughs> fucking Mike Myers character. <laughs> Which I don't, but don't you feel bad for the people who do when you write something like that? Like, Oh, go back a little bit. I'm sorry. What, what is she uh, outraged about? Uh, being made fun of. Makeup bag. So I put it on last night and it's already better. So I'm Hoping I'm not going to go through another six months of having angular chelitis on my face and have mean people say you have herpes, which I don't. But don't you feel bad for the people who do when you write something like that? Like, okay, so the trolls are bothering Rosie. It seems I gotta yeah. say, Rosie, a, a woman of your age and stature. Believe me, I don't think you should be bullied by any means. No. But if you want to prevent it. Should you be shoving your phone in your face at that angle? No, definitely not. You know, I'm 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 not saying the people that bully you are right, but you're 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 taunting them essentially. I'm, These are people that have a, a sickness. You know, they want to be mean online. But what you're doing is, it's like taking a drunk and sliding them a shot and saying, "Well, you don't have to drink it." 
I dare what? you. Put this to your mouth. What? Put this you don't have mouth. to drink that. I'm just putting it right in front of you. <laughs> and yes, it's tempting and looks delicious. <sighs> but you don't have to take a sip. What's your willpower level like? Yeah, you're 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 forcing their hand. All right. She looks at her phone the way some uh, an alcoholic looks at a fucking bottle of whiskey. Like God, God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm not in the herpy getting times, if you know what I mean. Stores closed. I don't lick box anymore. All right, <laughs> folks. I'm not licking strange pussy. <laughs> Ugh. That's a fun message to put on TikTok. Yeah. Especially when you're I'm a not wait- in the herpy getting game anymore. Yeah, so what did you uh what'd you talk about in line picking up your five year old from school? Yeah. <laughs> Hello kids. I w- I dropped uh, my infant off at, at school. Also, I no longer lick clam. <laughs> These are the messages I'm here to distribute. I don't know, man. You don't have the hormones and uh I took those hormones and when I had a heart attack 11 years ago, my doctor said no more. Look at the look at the litany of subjects we've moved through. Heart attack. We started at 70s on 7. It led all the way to face cream and medicine and... Well, as we always get to with Nana is her medical history. Well, oh. Even though everyone says that they do a lot to help my doctor, I'm listening to her. And um, I'm very tired still, even though I slept the whole night. Why is this on social media? Why are you telling us this? I miss Alec this Baldwin. This is not interesting to your loved ones. Never mind us. Alec Baldwin at least makes more sense, I think. Alec Baldwin will throw some movie chatter in or something. Yeah. It's just, uh, my, my back has really been acting up and I can tell that we're in for a storm tomorrow because that's when I really ache in the mornings. <laughs> Coda was so adorable. They kept saying, Oh, messed the name up. No more trips now. You promise. No more trips. And there's going to be at least one trip, but she'll come with me. When my daughter Chelsea, who's 26, has her baby boy, Atlas. And uh, we're going to go and try to help her out a little. I guarantee you, by the way, the kid's not born yet. I guarantee her daughter went, This is the name. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) <laughs> don't make it a thing on your tiktok her boy atlas <laughs> and then i have to go to the post office and i'll be honest that's fun because muriel works down at the post office <laughs> yeah and she's always got some sort of wacky joke or story for me so i'll admit you know it kills a little time and and i i kind of look forward to it but then after that is when i have to go to home depot and that's never fun because I can never find anything. It's always very difficult. I don't like to work with tools, but sometimes, you know, around the house, you have to, you have to get those sort uh, sort of chores done. And then, of course, I end the day by going to the market. Sure. All right, Rosie. Jesus, it's exactly what this is like. <laughs> this is just an old lady, a doddering old lady, telling us about her day, and it's sad in a way because. She doesn't have the the mahjong partners to vent to apparently because mm-hmm. she would be doing it with them. In the she gets on TikTok and does it. And the good news to everyone is we are approaching the halfway mark of this video. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Well, happens. it is good news because the rest the second half has a lot less of her talking. Oh good. So Spoiler come alert! With me, they'll come with me. They will come with me. They will come with me. They they. By the way, is that noise outside very obnoxious? Uh, no. 
A okay, leaf, leaf blower of some kind. I can only yeah. hear it. Certain. Oh well, you can hear it. So <laughs> uh, occasionally it's coming through, but okay. it's not. A, well, I apologize. Not a show wrecker. All right. Here she is. I mean, they are. Hey. How was? Okay. It? Are we walking into the store now? Um, it's a black screen. You're damn right it is, Craig. <laughs> what do you think's happening? Is this recording in her pocket? <laughs> Rosie, and keep in mind, this is not live. This is a video that was posted after the fact. Huh. Rosie has stopped recording. Go back just a little bit, because I want to see her transition into this. Right. Rosie is walking in to get some gasoline. Hey. How was it? <laughs> Jesus. Why would you put this out? So something funny must happen, right? Oh, Craig, something hilarious happens. <laughs> she go, oh boy, I was recording. Are we still watching? Yeah. It's just silence for now. We'll get there. It's still playing. Walking into the fucking store of the gas station. Wow, she doesn't have an electric car. Hollywood's going to be pissed. Oh, interesting point. Now we wait. Come on, Rosie. Where are you? This is where I was like, oh, the video is obviously over. Thank God I had the resilience to keep watching. Oh, shit. I stayed. I said, why, I said, why would it be a black screen for this long? Something <laughs> must be happening. Rosie, what kind of hijinks are you up to? <laughs> this is, this, we all watch like Blind Mike on this section. Yes. Come on, Rosie. Oh! What's that? I don't know what's going on. What's that sound I hear? Is she on a bus? Oh, I love her. Rosie, what are you up to? Baldwin's house? Did I have 80 on um, <laughs> number 8? You'll pay with a card? Do you hear that? 80 on gas. Nope, sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna pay for all that. Okay. 80 oh, on they are what you're about to hear? I just wanna make sure. I'm what I believe you're about to hear is Rosie's gonna do this so such an annoying thing where she's with her daughter or granddaughter or whatever. And she's saying, she's going to pay for it all. Okay, so you count out $1, $2. What's next? $3, very good. And meanwhile, there are people in line like, come on, lady, let's fucking go. Oh, boy. <laughs> let's hear this. I, you gotta, because that noise is every time someone's walking in. That's a... Uh, we're recording in my home, actually. <laughs> it means Hilaria has walked out of the room. I can't find the batteries to replace them. <laughs> Good for that, totally. Hi, Good, how are you? Okay, right here. Uh, done. What do you think is more successful? I'm happy okay. to make it tomorrow. Either way works for me. We're getting somewhere, folks. Don't worry. Well, let's ask how much it is. Let's see? see she'll tell you how much it is. There is so many pe people in this store. You can Okay, just tell. so ask the lady, how much does this cost, and what ch what change do we give her? And meanwhile, everyone in line is just like, lady, I'm not here to teach your fucking kid math. 
that that beep is every time the door opens. <laughs> this is a packed house. It's, it's a sold out show. was 572 so rosie is teaching her we have a five but we're gonna have to give her a little more than that so we have to give her another five it sounds like she's paying with change she gives us the change oh meanwhile someone's like i give me my fucking cigarettes please i hate everything about you <laughs> so we don't have 77 we give her two fives thank you Clay, Dakota. hey let's move Whatever your name is. Whatever <laughs> one you are. <laughs> all right, now pause real quick, just because I want to say, you might be thinking, Mike, why would you play all of this? She obviously left her phone recording and didn't realize it. Au contraire, my friends. This was on purpose? Not exactly, but there's a... Uh, there's a closing monologue, shall we say. God. Sorry about that ending. We stopped to get gas. And I said, put in $80 because they wouldn't just take my card. And then it only fit $72. So I lost $8. But Hold on, hold on, hold on. You go back and they give you the money. Yeah, first of all, I don't understand any of this. They demanded $80 and wouldn't give you change when it was less? What are you talking about? Every single time that's ever happened to me, you go, hey, I gave you too much. And they're like, oh, here's the difference. Also, but if you're Rosie O'Donnell, give him an $8 tip. You know, you got a few bucks. Seriously. Going too but high. This is, this is Nana bitching about, you know, I think I might actually write them a letter. <laughs> because I don't think it's right that they charged me eighty dollars. It was only seventy-two. I don't. Uh, how am I supposed to know how much my gas tank holds, dear Mobile Gas Company? <laughs> <laughs> you have an employee in Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> I don't know how many gallons my gas tank is. Anyway, sorry for that long, boring part. I didn't even know it was on there. I wish I knew how to. You edit. mean the part where you were talking? Anyway, maybe we <laughs> I, I enjoyed the rest of it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know how the long, boring part. Sorry for the long, boring part where I was telling you about my medicine, Jeopardy, and seventies on seven. <laughs> I don't know. There are bigger things going on in the world to worry about. You know, like face creams. Stay away from the horror if you're uh, tender-hearted. Even if you're not, what? stay away from the horror. Oh, oh, hold on. We'll go back a second. So this video, every video that Rosie posts includes, uh, shall we say, global news talk. Oh, good. Now, this has been a video that is uh, encompassed, we've talked about, We've talked about her, her kid's school and the drop-off line. Right. We've talked about 70s on seven. Nice. We've talked about Jeopardy. We've talked about the gas station. We've talked about making correct change. We've really run the gamut. We've talked about her pills and medications. We've done all we could to make sure every possible boring subject was touched on. 
And then this is a message she decides to insert in the middle of that. So if you made it through, if you watched that entire silence that I sat through, Mm -hmm. it was really all to get to this message. I don't know how many gallons my gas tank is. Anyway, sorry for that long, boring part. I didn't even know it was on there. I wish I knew how to edit. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't post this. And that's a good idea, right? I don't know. There are bigger things going on in the world to worry about, you know? Stay away from the horror if you're uh, tender-hearted. Even if you're not. Stay okay, away from the horror. Well, let's dissect that for a moment, if you would. Stay away from the horror if you're tender-hearted. And this came out on Wednesday? Oh, well, it's about Israel-Palestine. I'll, I'll spoiler alert. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll spoil that one for you. But what I'm more focused on is she says, listen to that statement, where she says, uh, "May I wish I knew how to edit. Maybe I shouldn't post this. What she's referring to is the three minutes of silence that we sat through, and then her uh, haggling over gas at the gas station. <laughs> I lost $8. So she says, maybe, maybe I shouldn't post that. I wish I knew how to edit. Eh. There are bigger problems in the world, like Hamas blowing up Israel. <laughs> so I'll just post it anyways, I guess. What is the logic there, Rosie? I don't understand. You're saying that you have to post teaching your child at a count change at a gas station because we can blow, we blame Hamas for this. That's uh, their worst crime is that they put us through this. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't see the flaw in her argument. <laughs> There are bigger things to worry about. You're posting the video. What are you talking about? Tenderhearted. Even if you're not, stay away from the horror. All right, everyone. Have a great Wednesday. TikTok, you don't stop. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, Craig, if you don't like that, get ready for it at the end of every video she posts. (laughs) Say TikTok, you don't stop. That's her catchphrase. Oh boy. Oh boy. TikTok, TikTok, you don't stop. That's her fun. That's how she tells you, hey, I know I just vented about my medicine for 20 minutes, but here's how you know I relate to the kids. I'm one of the I'm one of the children. I know uh, Israel and Palestine is a real big thing, but we'll get to it next time. TikTok, you don't stop. <laughs> TikTok, you don't stop. And hold which by the way, to go back to her hold, please, she does know how to edit. Uh, she did it like eight times in this one video. <laughs> she edits every video and splices it with different videos. Every single time. And yet she felt because of the tragedy in the Middle East that we had to sit through her gas station adventures. Naturally. <laughs> and hear over and over again people walking in and out and that horrible buzzing sound. It was a, a lot of people that she was like, yeah, you grab another dollar. <laughs> Now it's five seventy two. Now, if you wanted an M M&M, and M, how much would that be? It would have been so it's funny, a, so funny. I'm, I'm in a fucking rush, Rosie. You just hear a pocket full of change hit the counter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Count it out. Now, how many pennies is five dollars and seventy two cents? Oh wow, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they get into an argument. She calls her she, and then that, that, that's a whole thing. I'm sure. She starts explaining how a hundred pennies makes a dollar. <laughs> so it seems like a lot really is it? Someone, someone's milk is spoiling behind them. <laughs> yeah, what's that smell? The stuff I'm buying is going bad. <laughs> All right. So 
that's our, we don't have our uh, other Rosie example, unfortunately. But that, you know what? That's good enough. That's a taste of what you get from the Rosemeister. <laughs> the Rosemeister. So, <laughs> so, so uh, do you guys think, let me know in the comments, do you think Rosie is a good Stuttering John replacement? Uh, you guys let me know. Should we cover Rosie more often? She's got some tough competition. Because a gentleman by the name of Adam Thoreau, you guys, if you guys are WATP fans, you know Adam Thoreau. I I don't know how he has time to find these people. So he makes a lot, this is a guy that makes a lot of suggestions to WATP for, you know, cringe of the week and things of that nature. I was, uh, I was graced with a message from Adam Thoreau. He was kind enough to make a suggestion to me. He said, Mike, I know you're looking for people to fill the John void. I think I got just the guy to do it. And he suggested to me one G.D. Fenderson. G. And he is a friend of Tom Myers. I think he's in the Baltimore, D.C. area comedy scene, this G.D. Fenderson. Yeah. And this guy, I don't know. Listen, his YouTube, every video has less than 50 views, which I think is a travesty. I think we got to get that number up because I think G.D., you guys know I like comedy. I think he's a hidden gem in the comedy world. So this Adam Thoreau may have found the best candidate so far for our stuttering John replacement. Um, let's hear a little GD. Could we go to his podcast first? The uh, the intro you want first? Yeah, let's play the intro because this is, again, we heard TikTok, you don't stop. We're also in a catchphrase war where uh, you guys are going to have to tell me which catchphrase you like better. Do you like TikTok, you don't, you don't stop, or do you like how GD... Ends his, uh, this is not, by the way, not the interview with Tom Myers. We'll get to that. This is the other one. Oh, I want to make sure you have the right one. No, I was not going to play the right one. Okay. Yeah, we're going with meet GD. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's meet GD. If you wouldn't mind. Hello. Welcome to critical joke theory with your host, GD Fenderson, certified forensic humorist. Now with new joke technology. <laughs> Hi, I'm GD Fenderson, certified forensic humorist at large. But I'm losing weight. Welcome to Critical Joke. Hold on, gang. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be in stitches. You you're already in stitches. What am I saying? Gonna be? Yeah. Forensic humorist at large, but I'm losing weight. That's not how he meant large, you rascal. Waka waka. If you thought that was funny the first time, as we go through the history of GD in future weeks, I'm sure you're gonna love that he says it every single episode. That's his uh, keep clugging along. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's his tagline is forensic humor is the large, but I'm losing weight. Welcome to critical joke theory. Now with new joke technology. <laughs> Did he say that twice? Oh, yeah, he said, so he says that in play that. Can we play that again? Cause he says it in the intro and then says it himself. That's what I was going to say. He, Did I just hear that twice? <laughs> he sets up the whole thing and then repeats it. It's his voice, by the way, in the intro. Right. Hello, welcome to Critical Joke Theory with your host, G.D. Fenderson, certified forensic humorist. Now with new joke technology. Hi, I'm G.D. Fenderson, certified forensic humorist at large, but I'm losing weight. Welcome to Critical Joke Theory. Now with new joke technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's nailed the intro for sure. He's got it. Now... I wanted to get to this before we get to Tom Myers because I wanted to show you guys. I'm sure you guys have listened to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Yep. And you've heard Tom's great monologue. 
man, this is uh, Leno versus Letterman. These are this is this is going to be a, a a podcast war because when you realize the political insights that GD has, you're going to be wondering. You're going to be saying Tom Myers who by the end of this. I think I I do enjoy when you when you send me a timestamp and it just says, well, let's see how long we last. <laughs> Well, I wanted to make Listen, we might not get through this whole thing. You guys tap out when you're ready. Now, listen, because we don't have the live chat today, I suspect we're going to get through all of it. (laughs) 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 But you guys let me know when you've had enough GD and his political monologue here. And also, I would say in the comments, let me know when you spot a joke, because sometimes it's kind of like being on a safari. They're not always easy to see. (laughs) <laughs> in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. President Biden addressed the nation Thursday evening. In his speech, he empathized with the Israeli people and the Palestinian people while condemning Hamas and all hate. And not once did he say malarkey or no joke. That was a joke. Biden has. I think, I think that I'm was. I'm sorry, Craig, what? I think that was the joke. <laughs> I thought that was just a statement. <laughs> uh, it sure was, but I think. <laughs> Was his Is it crazy joke? that every fucking video we've played has talked about Hamas? No, <laughs> <laughs> what side do you fall on? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, here, here's what I like about GD is unlike Tom, he doesn't need fake laughter. He keeps he keeps it moving, baby. He does he not powers stop. through. He does not stop. Reached out to Congress expressing the urgency of the matters in Israel and Ukraine, while the Senate is working to find a compromise. The House is still suffering from speaker interrupters. <laughs> Russia yeah, detained right? radio journalist. I think I think his, that was a joke. So after two little things, you can figure out this guy's formula: say something real and then say something also real. But that's the joke. Well, I like a guy that can't f- fully read his own material. <laughs> Like he's kind of stumbling. You can tell he's having trouble, like getting through the the whatever he's got, the teleprompter, the notes that he's got. He's having a tough time with it. I don't imagine GD has a staff of writers based on some of the view counts I'm seeing. He doesn't even have a microphone. <laughs> Kumashiba accused of being a foreign agent. Reporters Without Borders calls for the immediate release of Alsu Kumashiba and journalists with dual. U.S. and Russian nationality employed by Radio Free Europe <laughs> slash Radio Liberty. Her arrest on October 18th in Kazan, 720 kilometers east of Moscow, comes nearly seven months. Whoa, whoa, after- whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to stand for G.D. Fenderson ripping off Tom Meyer's style. Yeah, I feel like. Why are you packing so many words? That's Tom's thing, G.D. <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to do politics, <laughs> please be very funny. Well, if you're going to have something like politics, don't don't also insert kilometers and measurements. Just, or just we're getting a little lost here, GD. It just sounds sounds like the news. By the way, do you know what? Uh, would you care to guess what GD Fenderson's Twitter handle is? Uh, goddamn Fenderson! It's very close. Is it- so GD funny. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Go back a little bit, because I want to hear. Folks at home, see if you can count the words that GD says in the setup to this joke. Oh, you want me to go all the way to the beginning of this one? If you could, yeah. Yeah, wait, wait, six hours ago when he started this joke. Oh, shit, this one was long. Detains radio journalist Alsu Kumashiba accused of being a foreign agent. 
Reporters Without Borders calls for the immediate release of Alsu Kumashiva and journalists with dual U.S. and Russian nationality employed by Radio Free Europe slash Radio Liberty. Keep it together, GD. Her arrest on October 18th in Kazan, 720 kilometers east of Moscow, comes nearly seven months after fellow U.S. journalist Ivan Gershkovich's arrest. I propose a, quote, spy for spy swap. They give us Kermitsheva <laughs> and Gershkovich. Hold on. And we'll- Hold on. <laughs> oh, boy. Was that the joke? I couldn't. It can't be. I think the next thing out of his mouth is the joke. Go back. I have no. He said, well, why would he say I've proposed a spy for spy swap? <sighs> that has to be the punchline. I think he's about to tag it, maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe you might be right. That is a, that's an incredibly long setup for, I propose a spy. Also, why? Well, I don't, (laughs) I don't understand it. What does he mean? I just like, also, why? (laughs) (laughs) Ivan Gershkovich's arrest. I propose a quote, spy for spy swap. They give us Kermitsheva and Gershkovich. Oh, I'm sorry. And we're. I'm sorry. He paused in a manner that made me think it had to be the end. Nope. <laughs> There's more to this. GD, this is the book of a joke. And judging by the picture I just saw, there's a Trump joke coming. GD, GD should do, and he should record an hour just on this joke. Uh, I think he did. I think he cut it. <laughs> just called Spy for Spy. Yeah. It was and Gershkovich. And we'll give them Donald Trump, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, and three Trump lawyers slash co-conspirators to be named later. Former Trump attorney. Boy. Co- Holy shit. Why was there more pause between the premise and not a punchline? So, so the, the than, joke than was one joke in the next. The joke was like an NFL trade with the player to be named later. Wait, or is that the I don't even remember. Is that the NBA? Yeah, so is that is that the punchline that there's a player to be named later? I think. I think it's still going, to be honest. No, no. He's certainly changed topics now. <laughs> no, I don't let me Can I tell you though? This is what uh this is what you want. I this is what Dad Dad fan teaches at comedy school. Mm-hmm. You want the audience to never be sure when the joke is over. <laughs> <laughs> Slash co-conspirators to be named later. Former Trump attorney and co- defendant, Sidney Powell, seen here looking into the abyss and seeing her reflection, which she could never do in a mirror, has accepted a plea deal in the nice. Georgia election fraud case. As a condition of her guilty plea, 68-year-old Powell will pay a $60,000 fine, receive six years probation, and be required to testify at future trials, as well as write an apology letter to the citizens of Georgia. If her apologies are anything like our conspiracies, the citizens of Georgia would be better off not reading it. She also... <laughs> nice, co- GD. You fucking nailed her. Nothing like going to, onto a comedy show and be like, I need to learn something. So, well, hold on. The entire joke is like, yeah, that apology probably wouldn't even be worth reading. Or that she's a vampire because <laughs> she can't see a reflection in a mirror, right? Yeah, again, if I'm going to teach the man, I would say maybe don't make your opinions known in the setup. <laughs> you know? Keep us guessing as to where you might be going with this lady. Don't say, hey, I hate her and think she's a vampire, so <laughs> buckle up for that sort of a punchline. Conspirator number three in the January 6th case. Trump says that 
she's a two, a two and a half at best, and not my type. I gotta say, is that it? Sydney the material, the material is, isn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. The impression is spot on. Yeah, perfect. Was that Trump? Was that a recording of him? To be honest, I blacked out because I thought the president was talking to us. Donnie, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> he understood that as part of her plea deal that she must testify truthfully in the case for the duration of the trial, and she responded, I do. That is the scariest I do that Trump has ever heard, and he has been married three times. Okay. Take my wife, please, right, GD? His wife is so hot. Like, this joke is dumb. (laughs) Like, it's so dumb. (laughs) But it's also like... (laughs) He's trying to skewer Trump, and he's really just doing like a 1950s marriage joke. Like, yeah. I bet, he wish, I bet he wishes he never said I do. Can you believe this supermodel went, yeah, I'll marry you? <laughs> Suzanne Summers, the Emmy nominee and star of hit shows like Uh-oh. Police Company and about time Step she got Step, died yeah. October 15th. She was 76. Summers died peacefully of breast cancer in her home in Palm Springs. Her longtime publicist, R. Corey Hay, announced. In honor of Suzanne Summers' legacy and contribution to society, I would like to say, don't come in here, Mom. I'm almost done. What? Uh, was that a jerk-off joke? jerking off to her? Yeah. At age 76? While wow, she's, like, still warm. <laughs> Can I give another joke to, uh, another note to GD? It's that, you don't have to read the exact headline of every article that you're referencing. Yeah. We don't need to know. She's dead. It's not a rumor when you say her publicist said. We don't need the sources. She she died. It's not a conspiracy. Yeah, he's he's going for the weekend update thing. And it's just Can not- you go can you go back a little bit? I want to like I'm curious why he was wearing a mitten at the end of this joke. I'm curious what he's about to say. So the, it's a jerk off joke. I get it. But in honor of her work is he implying that he still lives with his mother? He's implying that he lives with his mom and that he thinks she's really hot still. Uh, let me let me hear it again. There has to be more. I'm missing the nuance. Let me back up a little. The GD always has. Corey Hay announced. In honor of Suzanne Summers' legacy and contribution to society, I would like to say, don't come in here, Mom. I'm almost done. I don't like it. Oh, I get, oh God! Okay, he took a sock off his hand. <laughs> okay, I thought it was a mitten. He had a sock up to his elbow. You know what? I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a sock the whole time for that joke. The whole time. <laughs> and he goes, ew. "This guy's brilliant." <laughs> you know, that's what I say every time I jerk off. I go, "Oh, ew." <laughs> Ew. Looks at his sock and says, ew. I got to back that up a bit. <laughs> Boy, that, I mean, that's a, uh, that like, carrot top would be jealous of this prop comedian's <laughs> timing here. Society, I would like to say, don't come in here, mom. I'm almost done. All right. I want to just point out, he's got the sock like all the way up his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's giving these long monologues about Donald Trump and Biden and Israel and Hamas, and he's got a sock on his hand just waiting to tell a jerk-off joke. 
about 76-year-old Suzanne Summers. I would define this sock on his arm. Like, it's everywhere. Who is the target? Like, no one's jerked off to Suzanne Summers in 30 years. I gotta be honest, if a video of GD came out of him jerking off, I would have to see what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious. Just Raquel Welch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> A spokesperson for Hamas has acknowledged Hold that- on, hold on. This, this would also imply, like, if you're jerking off, you jerk off into a sock. You shoot you, you shoot your goo. Mm-hmm. Your banana juice. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Genie wasn't expecting. Like, he looks down and says, ew, as if he's like, that's what comes out? <laughs> I just thought it felt good for a second holding it. Mom, mom what's this white stuff? <laughs> They have around 200 hostages, among which are a number of foreign nationals. Hamas says that the foreign nationals are not considered to be part of the conflict and are being treated as guests. Guests that cannot leave and that were taken against their will, like an American journalist in Russia. Former President Trump, oh, seeing okay. his staring at punchline. his... The punchline there. It's like, they're not really guests. Like other prisoners, for example. <laughs> Back to he just named other POWs. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to drink every time he puts Donald Trump's mugshot on the screen. Oh, is it back up? It's back up. Oh, we're getting to Trump. That's good. Yeah. Hasn't been touched yet. Sure. Former President Trump, seen here staring at his tax forms and thinking his problem is he didn't lie enough, was issued a limited gag order by Judge Chudkin. Trump opposes being gagged, acknowledging that he prefers being spanked with a Forbes magazine. A number of Congress people. I, can I say spouse- that's his best joke? It had all the makings of a joke, at least. Hmm. You know, I'm not. I'm not in stitches necessarily. I'm just saying, if we're grading them fairly, that's the closest he's had to telling a joke. Yes, from beginning to end, I, for sure. I understood where it came from. I knew when the punchline was. That's a joke. Some call it that, yeah. <laughs> By any metric. It's not always funny. You know, Patrice always said. They, they, they come, come from, from the same, same place. place, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every congressperson has received death threats following Jim Jordan's failure to get enough votes to be speaker. Jim Jordan will put the same amount of effort to find out where the threats came from God. as he did to protect those wrestlers in Ohio. Yeah, GD, maybe give this a run-through. You know? Yeah, or... If, you, if you're going to have trouble reading them, maybe give it a, maybe give it a once-over before you go live. Or it's not it's not live, is it? No, but I mean, before the before we're rolling, you know? But, but I'm saying, like, even it's not live, right? Like, clearly this jump cuts in it. Just fucking do it again. <laughs> yeah. A jury on Wednesday, October 11th, convicted a Florida man of first-degree murder in the 2018 strangling and beating death of his wife. Florida man stories, they're always the craziest. (laughs) After she refused to appear on a home renovation reality TV show, prosecutors said. David Trones, 55, killed his wife, Shanti Cooper Trones, on April 24th, 2018, in the couple's home in in the Orlando neighborhood of Delaney Park according to a Wednesday statement from the state's attorney's office for the ninth judicial circuit. Trones killed his wife because she didn't want to. That's all I heard. (laughs) Just a duck pin bowling alley. (laughs) Appear on zombie house renovations. 
Well, now David Jones can be on Extreme Makeover Prison Edition or Designed to Sell. I'm GD Fenderson, certified forensic humorist. <laughs> now with New Joke Technology. It was over? Thank you. He did the New Joke Technology friggin' thing again. Hold on, let me, let me hear the ending again. I want to make sure we hear his But I didn't even know. That was just rambling, and then it ended. That was just a story. There was no joke. <laughs> God, I had to d- defend that one, Mike. <laughs> go back, go back. We can, we, I will, son of a bitch. We got to hear it again now. I killed his wife, Shanti Cooper Jones, on April 24th, 2018, in the couple's home in, o- in the Orlando neighborhood of Delaney Park, according to a Wednesday statement from the state's attorney's office, 49th Judicial Circuit. Trones killed his wife because she didn't want to appear on zombie house renovations. Well, now David Jones can be on Extreme Makeover Prison Edition or Designed to Sell. I'm G.D. Fenderson, certified forensic humorist. Now with whoa, 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 whoa. I don't get it. Designed to sell. So it's a play on words. Oh, sell. 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 Okay, there it is. All right, you did it. Whatever. <laughs> Congrats. Jesus Christ. David Designed Jones. to sell. But it only works the one way. I wish the only thing I wish this guy did was he kind of like did like the uh like the smirk and like the little fist pump to himself when he uh, nails him. Yeah, if he was a character of a terrible political comedian, he'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Can be on extreme makeover prison edition or designed to sell. No? Huh? I'm G.D. Fenderson, certified forensic humorist, now with New Joke Technology. Thank you for watching Critical Joke Theory. Be safe out there and don't feed the crazies. <laughs> oh, is, is there more? Critical Joke Theory with your host, G.D. Fenderson, certified forensic humorist. Now with New Joke Technology. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a four-pack, folks. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get reminded four times that he has New Joke Technology. <laughs> it seems to be on the fritz. <laughs> now, uh, do you want, do you want to go to his uh, Jacksonville thing? Well, this makes me think. So the Jacksonville joke makes me think he's got a little edge. Craig will like this one because he he says it a lot at home. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Craig makes a lot of uh, similar statements to me often, so I think he'll enjoy this GD Fenderson joke about a shooting that took place in Jacksonville. Playing, I think. The hell? Okay. And I hate racism. Like, the, the guy, the guy that, that whoa, just whoa, killed whoa, three GD, black... that's a bold stance to start. <laughs> you can't just say something that crazy right out of the gate. A black guy going, I hate racism. I hate racism. <laughs> Uh, really, because go to verygoodshow.org. They seem to really enjoy it. Yeah, no, never. <laughs> Actually, I welcome him attacking us. That'd be great. <laughs> Someone send him an episode. I hate guys. I'm going to, you know what? F it. I'm going to say it. Yeah. I hate racism. <laughs> Find a race war segment and send it to him. Please. Oh, and you know what else is the worst? These taxes. <laughs> I don't care for going to the DMV. Uh, I hate that the post office is closed on sand on Sundays. I hate racism. Well, let's hear this bold stance. And I hate racism. Like the, the guy, the guy that, that just killed the three black people in Jacksonville. Okay. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. That you have that much hate. 
that she's going to shoot somebody because they're a different fucking color. That's so fucking, you know, I think that if you're going to be that hateful and you feel like you have to kill black people, get a list from us. Okay? We can tell you who needs to be shot. We know. We go to all the fucking meetings. We can tell you who needs to be fucking shot. We go to the meetings. We know which black people don't belong. We'll give you a list. You eat white people. Th- 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 those, those Nazis can kill their blacks and, and notch their bedposts. And look, I kill like four niggas. This is going off the rails. This is insanity. <laughs> This is the guy when you go to an open mic, he goes up there and they're like, how the frig did this guy get a microphone? This is when Craig puts his hood on because he doesn't want to be seen in the crowd. I don't want him to find me, dude. <laughs> those, those Nazis can kill their blacks and, and notch their bedposts and look, I killed like four niggas a day and they'd be like, yay! And they would be going like, hey, they killed four of our niggas! Yay! So everybody's happy. I don't say any of this. I'm all for that. This is an exact transcript of the latest Very Good Show. Go to verygoodshow.org and find the latest. Uh, you find Craig saying this, and we'll play it next week. If you go to verygoodshow.org, you will never find me saying anything like that. That's for ah, sure. I challenge the people. to Go go find it. Eh, you can try. I don't think you'll find it. <laughs> Although, my bedpost did break officially the other day. Yeah, well, that's just from pressure, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Oh, no, that can't be right. You're on uh, the Ozempic kick. I'm just walking. Just walk. oh, <laughs> I gotta ask you a question. Don't, don't. What's that? So you you've had run-ins with your neighbors and everything. Sure. So every morning I walk for about an hour in my neighborhood. Same same thing every day. I go up. Boy, and, him and Rosie have so much in common. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I put on my sweatsuit and I go. I and, go for my walks. I have my <laughs> rock ports on. Yeah. I <laughs> exactly. So I um I. I go for my walk and I did it a little later than normal. Um, I, I usually leave my house about 6.45. I did it about 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, it was two days oh, ago, actually. fucking brain's out. Is this going somewhere? Yes. So I'm Jesus. walking and I see this woman at the end of her driveway who I've spoken to. And I did like the white guy wave, like the you know little smirk and the hand thing. And uh, she didn't respond at all. Okay. And so I walk a little bit more and then a bus comes and I stop walking to not go in front. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't go in front of the bus. Right. And I'm waiting and she's berating the bus driver. So I turn around and go the other way. And I do that a couple times because she's still yelling at the bus driver. And then bus leaves and the cops come and in my head, I'm like, wouldn't this be funny? So I walk a little bit more, and now the left side of my my vision, I see the cop car come up with the window down. And they're like, "Yeah, we have to get out of the car." I'm like, oh, uh, okay, and I put my what hands. Do you mean up. we have to get out of the car? The two cops needed to. They, I got the cops called on me in my neighborhood for creeping on a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, put your cock away, as I've always told you. <laughs> so I'm saying I'm I'm trying to avoid the the school bus and not walk in front of it or go near the kids. And that act got the cops called on me. Okay, so you were doing the thing that you've told me before. No, 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 no. I've never said anything of the sort. You. Where you say, "Oh, I have it timed perfectly so that their parents aren't there yet to pick them up." <laughs> That's Dude. what you were doing. The thing you I, tell me about. I do this walk every day. Every yeah, single right when day. The kids get out of school, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was insane. And uh, um, 
I'm like, I live to, like to the cops. I go, I live two doors down. I do this walk every morning. If I want to abduct children, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll use my own as like uh, decoys just to get the other ones. <laughs> Who are your friends, kids? <laughs> it, was, it was very funny. It's time for daddy to go on his walk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I meant to bring this up the other day, but we were stuck on stuttering John. Yes. For the, you know, the last time you can't interrupt. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad you didn't interrupt with this uh, captivating story of how you were I'm, soliciting children off the bus. Now, people, you were calling me Keto Craig, and now they're calling me Pedo Craig, which I don't appreciate. But, well, guys, here's the hope that nickname doesn't stick. Yeah, yeah. Pedo it's, Craig. <laughs> it's, it's, it's don't not. leave that in the... You know, if you're watching this right now, if you could leave in the comments for people that watch in the future... With super chats. Let them know, don't call Craig a pedophile. <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't like it. I was avoiding the school bus. Go If you could leave a five-star review <laughs> that tells people not to call Craig a pedophile on uh, social media, if you tag the show, we'll, mm. we'll, re we'll retweet it and, uh, you know, like it. All the proper stuff you're supposed to do on social media. If you let us know, mention Craig doesn't like being called a pedophile That's in whatever right. way you feel appropriate. And I appreciate uh, everyone's understanding and, uh, yeah. you know, everything about that. But the thing Spread is the word and send people this episode and tell them, Hey, this is, th this is a show with blind Mike and a guy who definitely isn't the pedophile. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> downloads, right. downloads will skyrocket when they know yeah. they, it's confirmed. But the it's thing safe. is, Hey, tell them it's safe for children to come here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Anyone can right. watch. This is an all ages program. Well, I don't know what that has to do with G.D. Fenderson. <laughs> I forget how we got into this. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we get to uh, the, the big interview now? We After have G.D.'s to. hate speech? We have to, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit. Honestly, it's his it's a best bit that we've heard so far. But he was basically like, I'll tell you what black people to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so disgusted by it that I didn't even want to say it to, for, to give people the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't laugh over it. Because <laughs> that would be a shame. Right, no, to, he, that would be a shame to get out with both. You know, me and you are going to have some things getting out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a controversial week here on the Blind Mike Project. That's right. Um. So, GD has a big interview subject. He's got a get. And I'll tell you, when Tom Myers is on your program, mm -hmm. your views skyrocket from twenty to thirty-five. Yep. <laughs> That's <Crazy>. right. <laughs> um. So, a few months back, this is back in January, I believe. Uh, GD had Tom Myers on the program. And when these two get together, hilarity ensues. So I think we get another intro. Yeah, another one of GD's great intros. We know he's good at them. We sure do. This is a different show. This is not the certified forensic humorist. What's up? What's up? It's time for Done Way Past Funny. Can you... Can, uh, do you think when he does that, when he puts a little more of the voice, what's up? What's up? Is he trying to pretend that it's not him? Clearly, I could afford a voiceover actor. This is not G.D. Fenderson. This is your announcer for the day. Correct. That's exactly what happened. With your host, Sugar Ray. He's the host of the program. Make note. Well, Make note. Well, no, no, no. So we will meet Sugar Ray, I assure you. To call him the host of the program feels like a bit of an exaggeration. A little bit. Because we're going to play his entire contribution later in the show. <laughs> so we will meet Sugar Ray. 
but it is weird to introduce just Sugar Ray. But enough. Let's get into their uh, their banter here. And G D Fenderson. I'm glad he's back. Join us as we take a look back at the first time comedians took the stage with this week's guest, Tom Myers. It's time to get down and get dope with Gun Way Past Funny. Well, are you guys ready to get down and get dope? I'm getting ready to get dope as fuck. Are you ready to get down though? Mm. You got to do both at the same time. I guess. I guess so. Yes. Okay. But. When Craig said he was ready to get dope, he meant run out to the school bus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are the kitties here yet? No, 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 no. <laughs> Ooh, I love, I love their smiles when they get done with a day of school. Yeah, you're not proud of them? <laughs> I just like to be outside to make sure I witness that. Yeah, yeah you got to see the joy in the children. <laughs> Craig's circling back around to see if the kids are off the bus yet. <laughs> that's, that's not true. Um, so we, we're, we're about to get down and get dope. And if you missed it there... The premise of the show is the f- comedians revisit the first time they were ever on stage. Now, Tom brings a clip from four years into comedy, so he d- doesn't follow the rules because he's a bad boy. But we have a lot of their conversation here, so let's dive in. This is a CPT. Hi, welcome oh, goodness. Hold on, hold on. You think Craig goes on some tirades. You're be about to hear Tom contribute. To- <laughs> I... GD, I understand, uh, you know, he's allowed to kind of make this conversation. I'm surprised Tom feels so comfortable making some of these jokes. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Wait, Don't Wait Past Funny. This is GD Fenderson. Um, Sans, my uh, co-host, Sugar Ray, he's running late. When he gets here, we'll just plug him in. If Tom was funny, he'd been like, not surprised. <laughs> well, they get there. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I do have my good friend and our guest this week, Tom Myers. So uh, you, do you guys remember when he did that in the intro? Mm-hmm. He does it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, why record the intro, GD? You just repeat it. <laughs> Tom yeah, Myers. <laughs> Crowd goes nuts, dude. Now what you have to do is you have to, you can only address him as that. You know right. what I mean? Like the next time you say just conversationally, mm-hmm. you're like, well, you know, it, it was, uh, it was me. It was, uh, the, the, the magician from, uh, the Haver de Grace show. It was Tom Myers and we were having a good time. Tom Myers. Tom Myers. <laughs> uh, can that be, Tom we gotta just isolate that. <laughs> we will have to. Let anyway, me. anytime we talk, isolate that, and that'll be our intro to talking Tom Myers from now on. Yeah, I just had to. Uh, I just had to mark it so I can get the recording okay, of it. Tom, yeah, doesn't just, your co-host know that my time is valuable, or I think it is anyway? No one else does, but well, I, I should have mentioned oh, that my me. co-host is black, so he's on CPT. <laughs> he's been late for a number of these shows, and the fact, and the only reason why people don't know is because I edit this later. And so usually I can put him there on time, but I, I, I'm not doing it this time. No, that's what that's what living in that's what living on, in Carroll County. On, get. Well, we're about to hear Tom get real racist in a minute. But, <laughs> but are you insinuating that you would start the show without your co-host and edit it to make it look like he was there he was the whole time? There the whole time. <laughs> What do you just have him say certain buzzwords like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, GD"? 
Yeah, exactly. edit that in later. Yeah, yeah. Please, please get to this uh, as soon as you can. But <laughs> living in Carroll County, that's crazy. That's yeah. You go ahead. All that stuff just starts infiltrating your head. I mean, I live in Harford County, so like I'm surprised that I haven't said it first. <laughs> well, what? hold on, go back. <laughs> I want to hear. Genie's like, do I have to fucking knock this guy out? What does he say? <laughs> it one time. By the way, there's no one. I've never encountered anyone that shows the amount of pride that they have in their county. As Tom, my he mentions Hart. Is it Hartford or Harvard? Hartford. It sounds like Hartford County. He mentions it ad nauseum. He mentions it constantly, over and over again. I, I that he did. lives in. Yeah, I meant to say shout out Middlesex County and shout out Hillsborough County. Represent. He mentions Hartford County every time he fucking speaks. <laughs> and this is, uh, I guess, his way of acknowledging that he's down with the brothers. But I, I, I'm not doing it this time. No, that's what that's what living in that's what living in Carroll County gets. Yeah, you go <laughs> ahead. All that stuff just starts infiltrating your head. I mean, I live in Harford County. What stuff, so, Tom? Like, hold on. <laughs> Racism? <laughs> Obviously, I mean, uh, you know, like purple drink. and <laughs> that, That's what, you know, when you live in Carroll County, you start to get real racist. Yeah. yeah. And say that black people don't show up on time. <laughs> I'm surprised that I haven't said it first. <laughs> well... <laughs> Chidi's like, oh, well, you know, I can kind of say it, but <laughs> <laughs> he's like, she doesn't know what the fuck to do with. Is that. this white dork actually saying that? Is what that guy was thinking? Yeah, I'm surprised. I didn't say that uh, you people don't stick around to raise your children. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't say it. Living in Harvard County. <laughs> uh, next clip is Seinfeld. I'm surprised I didn't say that the jails are disproportionately filled with you people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tom, Tom, this is not the first time I've heard Tom do this. He compares himself to Seinfeld. They're the same. Which is interesting. County is one um, support animal away from Carroll County, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do this joke currently in my act where... I say, you know, I do, I go on my stage craft. and perform a few times a week, and then I go out and I live my normal life. Basically, I'm like <laughs> Seinfeld, but with herpes. Um, only joking. You loved it. Chlamydia. It doesn't make any sense. It, you're, you're saying, so the similarity between you and Seinfeld is that you live your life. with. Uh, Basically, I'm Seinfeld with herpes. He's bragging. He's getting puss. Oh, yeah. He probably doesn't have herpes either, by the way. No, no, no. <laughs> He's I don't got, think Tom's ever touched a woman. But. I, don't, I don't think so. He's got that. Go back, because I want to hear exactly what the similarities are between him and Seinfeld. That they live their lives? I can't believe So essentially that they haven't killed themselves. <laughs> Only Tom Myers and Jerry Seinfeld share that quality. I was going to say, I can't believe you need him to explain it. <laughs> Say, you know, I do, I go on stage, I perform a few times a week, and then I go out and I live my normal life. Basically, I'm like Seinfeld, but with herpes. <laughs> um, only joking, chlamydia. Oh, nice, and then I Tom. Say because that was the misdirection that you have a different STD. You know what? Nothing says Seinfeld like dirty jokes about sex. I, also, I don't even get like Seinfeld fucked a lot of women in that show. I don't understand the punchline even really. 
uh, I think it was a misdirection on the uh, degree of sexual ill transmitted disease. But but Seinfeld had a lot of sex in that show. He sure did, actually. That's like one of the m- more noteworthy things is the amount of girlfriends Jerry had on that show. It was like a new one every episode. So I don't really get what Tom is saying. Like, it would be impossible for... Does, does he think Jerry didn't fuck because he's a clean comic? To be fair, though, he doesn't have to worry about STDs and stuff because he's usually fucking, like, 16-year-olds that don't get around yet. Jesus. What? I don't know what Tom does in his personal time. I was talking about Seinfeld. That's that's documented. That's documented. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That is documented. Well, she was 17. Whatever. Was legal in New York. That's, uh, <laughs> that's true, but still weird. I mean, you know, I look at Craig throwing stones from his glass house. Hey. Jesus Christ. That is. That <laughs> is <laughs> trolling bus stops, and he's making accusations here. I was avoiding the bus. You kids, you kids lost. Hey, almost <laughs> Halloween time. Could I interest anyone in a... Reese's? What's to reach mm. into my jack-o'-lantern? Mm. What's a little <laughs> taste of a couple of milk duds? <laughs> I'm going to hit resume on this clip now. Please. Out of a rural slash suburban area, <laughs> so uh, I'm still like Seinfeld in that I, too, have a crazy, wacky neighbor who, when he gets flustered, yells the N-word. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it, all, it all ties together. Was that a Michael Richards so, show? I get that Michael Richards did that, but I also don't understand how it. How is he telling this joke on stage? He says, "I'm like Seinfeld because I have a neighbor that yells the N word." <laughs> What's the deal with the N word? Exactly. So I go into Seven Eleven, you know, <laughs> as I do. <laughs> uh, behind this guy in line he says uh, my girlfriend has a condition she can only eat certain things <laughs> I, would love to, I would love to hear Seinfeld's version of that <laughs> they did uh, someone did with AI Louis C.K. telling that joke <laughs> was it good it's very well done yes. <laughs> I have to hear that yeah. uh, next clip is great question oh GD I mean GD is an interviewer we haven't seen his interview we've seen his monologue we you know we joke but he's a tremendous interviewer and obviously very prepared. Now, I I want to make uh, something. Oh, let's see. Well, let the people know uh, a little bit about yourself, like how long you've been doing comedy, uh, things like that. Uh, or did we do that already? Did we do that already? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking a little bit beforehand. But you've been doing comedy for over 20 years. Now, Go back, because I think I also want part of this in the outro, too. I just want the mumbling and then, uh, let's see. <laughs> Which funny, uh, things like that. Uh, or did we do that already? Did we do that already? No, go remember. back to the beginning. Go back to the okay. beginning. Now, this, is all, this is all tremendous. Now, I I want to make uh, something. Oh, let's see. <laughs> well, let the is he nervous know, with uh, Tom in the room? What's happening here? I think he's truly insanely bored. This is, but can I just say, I did not skip ahead. This is the first question. Yes. He's not asked a question yet. And already he gets to, did we do this already? <laughs> I, I've, I've cut almost nothing out of this. This is what happens. He's flustered that his right-hand man's late. That's the thing. Sugar, he's, he's looking at the time. Is Sugar Ray here yet? And no, he has to you know, I, fill time for all the, we're going to see Sugar Ray really carries the conversation. Yeah. So GD's probably a little nervous that he has to ask this question. I want to make uh, something. Oh, uh, let's see. 
Well, let the people know uh, a little bit about yourself, like how long you've been doing comedy, uh, things like that. Uh, things like that. Over. What do you mean? So how long have I been doing comedy? 20 years is how long Tom's been doing comedy. What are the things like that? How long have other people been doing comedy? <laughs> I, I kind of, I just like the, uh, hi, welcome to the show. How long have you been doing comedy? We cover that yet. <laughs> have we covered that yet? In the 30 seconds, when you were ranting about Seinfeld, did you mention how long you did comedy? <laughs> That's what they had in common is how long they've been doing it. <laughs> did we do that already? I can't remember. Cause we were talking a little bit beforehand. This but you've been doing comedy. Legitimately four minutes in. I don't even know if it's that long. Look at that. You, you might have the timestamps there. I like it's three to four minutes into the show. Let, let me see here. Uh, well, it's not the end of the world. I, I am curious. Uh, it's two minutes and 30 seconds. Two minutes into the show. Yeah. And part of that is the intro. And then he repeats the intro and says Tom Myers again. And they talk about the co-host not being there. So take all of that out. They've talked for about nine seconds. <laughs> and GD is already like, did we do this boring horse shit already? <laughs> Anyways, let's get into Tom's start. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Uh, started the first time I took the stage was at my... No shit. <laughs> uh, I was auditioning for my uh, senior high school talent show. And... He's counting that as the beginning of his stand-up career? That's the beginning of... Well... Is it though? Because did he perform there? I was the only act that didn't make it in. So that was, <laughs> that was see, that's a funny joke. It, but here's the thing is Tom wears it like, you know, Michael Jordan didn't make his JV basketball team. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Tom's like, yeah. can you believe I was the guy that they said, like, no, no way. We don't want you here. <laughs> Early on, I, I was being told, you know what? Life sucks. And then, uh, but no, I started. No, they were telling uh, you, you suck, Tom. I, I, I started <laughs> there wasn't a commentary on life. Mike's at the, at the coffee house that was located on the campus where I went to school, Goucher College. Uh, I would go on, like, in between like, poets and musicians. It was actually a pretty, it was actually a pretty chill uh, atmosphere. So, I did that. They and actually, they, uh, that, they didn't ask me to leave. Uh, it was parlayed itself into um, like showcases during uh, alumni and parents weekend talent shows um, that led to theater work, uh, plays, my own radio show on Goucher's uh, wow. uh, student run radio station. Whoa, it was like you, one Tom. of the earliest internet stations to pop up. This is like listening to stations, like Donald so. Glover's resume. It's it's the same length. It's like wait, he wrote for television. He acted. He's a rapper. <laughs> How did he do all this? He got and and he and he auditioned for SNL and didn't get it. It's really the same story. He got a Netflix special. How long into comedy? <laughs> we were doing basically. We were doing podcasting before the term podcasting was uh, it, it, it existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They invented podcasting. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. I, I'm glad that because of Tom Myers, we're here today. It's interesting to do that, to make that speech of like, we were podcasting before anyone else. No one was listening. Like, I'm sure you did it at a time where the technology wasn't common. If you had your college radio station was on the internet. So was mine in a way, you know what I mean? Like podcasts in 2011, when I was on college or 12, whatever, Podcasts weren't nearly as big as they are now. So I could say I was, you know, at the forefront of internet content. 
The problem is no one was listening to me. That's what Tom doesn't realize. He was not Mark Marin or Adam Carolla paving the way for podcasters. Uh, I think he is, Mike. Oh, okay. It's ahead of its time. Yeah. Mine was just a, actually I had a radio station. That oh, this is where they get into, hold on. This is where they, they try to dick measure here where GD says you invented podcasting. I invented podcasting. <laughs> in, nine, in 1998. And it actually ran 24 hours. And yeah, it was a 24 hour station. And I was only live in the evenings because I couldn't be there all the time. I was working during the daytime. And so I had, I had this huge making music money. Ever heard artists. of it? Only, only played local artists. Uh, right. Outside. And so unsigned local artists. And I had like this huge library and these, I had two uh, CD players, 200 C 200 disc CD players. And in every and each show was on a one hour. Tom Myers is bored. That's how terrible this is. <laughs> Tom Myers is pandering to this guy. Did oh, you, interesting. He goes, oh wow. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Or this. <laughs> well, hold on. And, what this guy is describing is he had a domain, mm-hmm. and he played CDs on that website all day. <laughs> and that is how he's saying he invented internet radio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And so it was just continuous and I would just switch, you know, it was, I guess it was before it's time, I guess, because now you don't have to do that much work to do that, to do the same thing. Yeah. No. Are you saying you invented Spotify? How is it ahead of its time? GD, you were playing CDs. It just, it just is Mike. Come on. If no one was listening, if a tree falls in the forest, you know, that's a great question. Or a great uh, <laughs> statement. I don't even know. Yeah. Doesn't make a sound. But you know, it took a little while, but the co-host has arrived. Oh, good. We finally meet Sugar Ray. Yeah. Oh, listen to his contribution. And honestly, it's a shame these fellas didn't wait for Sugar Ray because we could have been on this wild ride the entire time. That's right. Okay. Now, Sugar Ray has arrived. I'm going to bring him in. All right. Hey, what's up, Sugar Ray? Hold on. Do you notice Tom changing it up a little for Sugar Ray? All right. I think he knows. All right, my brother. Hey, what's, what's up? What's happening, player? What's up, homie? <laughs> <laughs> I just be chilling, Sugar Ray. How you be? I'm not surprised you're late. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, Sugar Ray? Uh, Ray, this is Tom. Tom Ray. How's it going? Good, good, good. Doing all right? Uh, Are you in the back of a patrol car? Waka, waka, waka. No, no, I'm actually uh, Uber and DoorDash so I can finish doing this. Oh, so the show isn't you, you, you're delivering. Isn't lucrative, is what he said. Hold saying. on, hold on. You, you, the folks at home may not have heard that because the audio was almost too pristine. <laughs> yeah, from, from Sugar Ray on his end. But what he said there was he's Uber and Door dashing while he's podcasting, so he's not paying attention even a little bit. <laughs> he's literally driving and then making deliveries while this podcast is going on. I'm giving some white families some chicken fingers and fries. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm actually uh, Uber and DoorDash so I can finish doing this. You're, you're, you're delivering DoorDash right now? I mean, not DoorDash. <laughs> oh, GD, what is, you don't even know what you just said, you rascal. DoorDash? 
Jordache jeans. Yeah. He just stumbled over his words yeah. and then made a hilarious bit out of it. When was the last time you heard those referred to for real? Well, that's what makes it such an interesting observation, Craig. <laughs> that's where your brain goes, GD. Yeah. Jeans. <laughs> You're delivering food right now? So you could actually, like, knock on the door and get somebody's face on the show and... Act- oh, never mind. I wouldn't ask you to do that. That would be very would you- weird. <laughs> Sugar Ray's like, well, I'm not doing that, so... Yeah, no shit. Like, that's just... <laughs> How Why would be. you want that? What sort of half-assed shock jockery would that be? <laughs> so you're telling me you could walk up to someone's door and put their face on our podcast right now. <laughs> gotcha. I, I guess. <laughs> you got some Sugar Ray guy going, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That's how Hello? Craig gets it. He's like, oh, no, no. I'm soliciting kids to be on my podcast right now. No, no, no. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm doing neighborhood interviews with the kids no, 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 in no, my no. basement. I believe uh, you misheard my story because if you think I was going after. You for young dick. If, you, th- you, said it, if you think I was going after children, I must have misspoke. Mm, that's how I heard it. I don't know. Folks at home, you tell me. <laughs> you record me. <laughs> he looks like he's doing his impression. Hold on. Can we go back? Because Sugar Ray has a great observation. I'll go back. The people, if you stick the camera in their face, they might say, why are you recording me? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. It's a likely question. You're you're delivering Jordash right now? I mean, not Jordash. Not jeans. (laughs) You're delivering food right now? So you could actually like knock on the door and get somebody's face on the show and at, imagine oh, never mind i wouldn't ask you to do that that would be very <laughs> weird <laughs> you record me he looks like well, he's doing his impression he, of kanye he, west during that chris cuomo interview oh <laughs> 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 well, very droll tom very droll yeah tom <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Did Kanye go on with Chris Cuomo? I think he just said it looks like Kanye West because it's a black guy. Yeah, I think so, too. Did <laughs> Was there a famous Kanye Chris Cuomo interview? Uh, let me look. I remember him going on with a lot of people. Alex Jones and Tim Pool. Um, Cuomo. Oh, you know what? I think he did. I think he might have. All right. Point Tom. We'll give you that one, buddy. Good Cuomo, job. Kanye West. Yeah. You stumped us. Yeah. That's that's Tom flexing his political acumen there. He knew. And for some reason, he's the only person that has seen Chris Cuomo's new show. Yeah, I don't remember that, but okay. <laughs> now, this this is a personal favorite of this interview for me. It's uh, Tom's okay. Laugh. Uh, this is uh, villain-esque. <laughs> now, the... Now... How dare anybody take up my space? I feel the Does same way. Do not know who the fuck I am. <laughs> I feel the same way. That's, uh, that's why I'm a terrible host. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't want to get it. <laughs> oh, Tom likes that. You are a terrible host, GD. It's funny because it's true. If you thought that was the whole laugh, you guys were mistaken. Not even close. <laughs> Host, <laughs> I don't want to get <laughs> who's a damn headliner taking up my time as a host. <laughs> he was just so pumped, he was called a headliner. 
As soon as he called him a headliner, his, his pitch. No, he's not up. actually. You know, you missed the context for this. No, the- they're shitting on. Um, Tom is part of shitting on the headliners. They're saying that people should, should be more interested in like the host and the features. I guess naturally, that's what I always say. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I always say. Uh, next, we have. Uh, <laughs> you just wrote. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, it's another one I don't know. It's left me baffled. Maybe you guys can decipher. <laughs> now, I noticed that, well, again, because I know you, you don't go around sticking your face in the audience anymore. Back then, you 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 crawled on the floor a few times. Well, did you know the people to your off to the stage that you stuck your face, you know, when you? I mean, I think I'm part of that I'm was. Sorry, hold on. I wanted to find context for this. Yep. There wasn't much. <laughs> so I'm only left to believe that Tom Myers in his early days of comedy, when other people were on stage, I guess, would crawl around on the floor. Some... I don't know. I, I don't get it. Maybe Tom's going to explain. to the stage that you stuck your face, you know, when you. I mean, I think part of that was just a mechanism that I would. I would do to go ahead and well, that, that was, that was a method. Oh, this, this is really, the guy's crawling around the floor. This is really like listening to carrot top go. Well, the thing of it is, is the toilet seat is actually more than that. It's a talking <laughs> toilet seat and it makes a wacky political commentary. <laughs> and so that's really the, that's the gag of it all. That's, that's exactly what it is. The man's, the man's crawling around on the floor like a bum. <laughs> he's, he's giving you his insight on uh, why it was so, uh, you know, Outlandish and, and edgy comedically. It's generational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience, because you know, you're up on a stage like that, the lights are right in your face. You can see right. the front row. Okay. And and that's it. And I was still pretty like in your face and, and confrontational, then somewhat controversial. Of but course, now of course. I'm just There you love the way Tom talks about weird. himself. I was it's, it's like that. I mean back then, you know, even then I was somewhat controversial. I'm not I wasn't the uh you know magnet for public outrage that I am now. <laughs> but I would say even even as a as a young chap when I was rolling around knocking over people's drinks on the ground I was I was somewhat controversial then. Harvard County was abuzzed with Tom Myers chatter. Twenty three in that clip. I'll be forty uh, this coming January twenty ninth. Whenever this thing comes, it may, I may already be forty by the time this, this thing comes this past out. January. So you know, I'm I'm sort of I don't really get in your face like in the uh, literal sense. Just the the jokes I do now, it's pretty like it's it's confrontational in your face, just in just in that way, the metaphorical way. Yeah, I gotta tell you, we saw him live, and I think Justin can attest to this. His joke about the game Oregon Trail. Oh man, I thought people, I thought we were gonna walk outside to an angry mob. Ass, dick, dick, ass, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. How is he allowed to tell such? Edgy jokes. I mean, sometimes he even goes as far as to say Donald Trump wasn't a good president. <laughs> that's bold. I mean, this guy's nuts. He's off his rocker. This that's a, guy. That's a bold statement. But He's wild. What we do have is another great question. Oh, good. We saw uh, GD. I mean, he is 
nailing this guy. I don't know how Tom's not just dripping in sweat when you're under the hot lights of G.D. Fenderson. One of the things I, I like about you is that you're irreverent to the point where I, I, I you don't Stop give a it. fuck. And, and, and I mean that in the nicest way. Uh, I mean that in a way that, like... Stop it. Okay, comedy is very clickish. Okay, comedy is very yeah. clickish. And people get their favorites, and they, they're the ones they work with. Okay? Um, so they're like people who will, like, not work with... I gotta be honest, I don't know why this is funny, but Sugar Ray just popped on the screen and just sat there, and then he got kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sugar Ray was disinterested in the conversation. Maybe. We're going to hear exactly how interested Sugar Ray is in a minute. But first, we have to get to the end of this seemingly endless question by GD. Even for money, you don't give a fuck who you work with. It's about being there, you know. You don't give a fuck who you work with. You'll, you'll do anything, Tom. I saw you work with that fan. Money, no money, it doesn't make a difference. You will subject yourself to literally anything. You'll you'll open for a magician who doesn't do magic. <laughs> I'm sorry, a hypnotist that doesn't hypnotize. Well, I guess he was a mix of both. A hypnotist who said, wait two weeks. <laughs> a hypnotist who comes out with a staple gun. <laughs> it's, uh, how did I... Oh. Like I'll say, it, like younger young comedians, it's like uh, uh, they they're focusing on getting on stage as opposed to bringing something to the stage. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. I really focus on the edginess that I bring to the stage, GD. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> that was, Tom says, "Yeah, that was at least 40 seconds," and he didn't ask a question. Not even he, he just, just said, "You're irreverent." Just being like Tom, fuck man, you are. I wonder when I hear the people of Maryland, like the comedians of Baltimore and DC and shit. Yeah, like the ones that are friends with Tom. Do they think Tom's like really funny? I think they might think he's bigger than he is. I don't know if they necessarily think he's funny. They saw that uh, Heverdegrace show and they were like, "This guy's got the good. He's got at least five fans screaming." They came from where for this? Boston. Wow. They came from all over, all over the East, just to see Tom. What do we got? Uh, Sugar Ray is back. Sugar Ray, I mean, you listen, he was a little lackluster. The guy's Ubering. Can you really blame him? But he hits it out of the park with this one. Right. Thank God we waited for this guy. All right, Ray is back. Now, I, I really did like, I love the, 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 the Georgia driver work sign joke. That's, yeah, that's. Um, yeah, accurate and and I'm which is really like Carlin's seven dirty words, you know, like it's accurate. just quoted all he can't escape it. Ty, it's like when he when he took it to Georgia drivers, it was almost as good as when he commented on Maryland drivers. I mean, same ballpark for sure, yeah. But it's also yeah, it seems it's Craig like is very... tapped out, he's just thinking about all the young boys that are getting off the bus right now. <laughs> I was checking my I've watch and I went, I think it's a half day. Ooh. Oh, it's Friday. The kids will be excited for the weekend. So excited that they're ready to. <laughs> ready to what? Do do that? Like a hamster, a thirsty hamster. Is, is that what that was? <laughs> num num. 
<laughs> Drink out of Craigie's water bottle. This is this is disgusting. Yeah, I'm sure he's not having sweaty, fevered dreams over there about exactly what I'm describing. How about that? Very funny. Um, now, okay, I was talking to a... I'm sorry, go ahead, Ray. There was a jump cut, and I'm curious what they cut out. We got, He's just so... He's baffled by what's... But he... Here's the thing about GD is Sugar Ray drives the show and GD knows that. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we got to get Ray in the mix here. What's happening, Ray? Tell us. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ray. I have no clues what the hell's going on, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, okay. My two cents would be crazy as hell. All right. Uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> what I love is GD goes, Oh, all right. Interesting. Oh, so great. That, great point. That, that adds to the conversation as well. Okay. You don't know what the hell is going on. Interesting. And Tom Meyer started dancing like a friggin' idiot. Did he? Yeah. He just started like fist pumping as he said, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> ah, that's so like you guys. He's just mocking him to his face. <laughs> um, Last clip. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Uh, till next time. Oh, I think this might just be his uh, his sign off. So you guys tell me. There's a part two to this. So you guys tell me. We'll hear uh, GD's sign off. Tell me if it's worth revisiting. Hi, I'm GD Fenderson, certified forensic humorist and co-host of Dunway Past Funny. You have just watched part one of our interview with Tom Myers, comedian and part host one. of the Tom Myers versus the rest of the world podcast. Please join us for parts two and three. Good and when Lord. you come back to join us, bring a friend. In the meantime, if you should happen to see my co-host, Sugar Ray, please do not feed him. Just send him home. He's almost out of deodorant. What? He's almost out of deodorant. Please don't feed him. Just send him home. He's almost out of deodorant. <laughs> He's pretty funny. Is, it just, Is he? Uh, nope. Stick to your guns, for God's sake. It it just does not. It's funny to me because it makes zero sense. The fuck does it mean? He's almost out of deodorant. So he can't eat because he's out of deodorant. But don't feed him. Or he'll be Because you know that when you're full, you shouldn't wear deodorant. That's a fact. Hmm? That's facts. Hmm. Interesting. Was that the end of that? That was the end of that. Okay, well, you guys let me know. Should we revisit parts two and three with GD? Do you like GD? Do you think he's a candidate to replace Stuttering John? Because I find him interesting. I think he's a great question asker. He's a great monologuist. I mean, there wasn't a question I thought was bad. It was all very good. So, (laughs) Uh, all right. Now, finally, uh, a guy who had a couple of suggestions that we haven't gotten to yet. We will in the future, I'm sure. Is Hackride. Is Hackride with us? He's not. Okay. I told you that was coming. Why does he keep doing this? <laughs> he was, to, to be he's, fair. But here's the thing. Hackride by no means has to um, come on. Uh-huh. He demands to. <laughs> he's like, you send me a link. I'll be there. He, he <laughs> like, said, okay. And then he doesn't show up. Right before we recorded, I get a message. That he's like, there's two things in the drive. Send me the link. I'm going to bed right now. <laughs> I go, okay. <laughs> so he pulled an all-nighter. Till right before we recorded, and then was like, I'll be up in two hours. Okay, well, Hackride, we don't blame you. Hackride couldn't make it this week. Is that right? That's what it seems like. Are we doing, so uh, sent- we're doing the game, not the other thing? 
What's the other thing? Uh, you were involved with it. Oh, shit. We're two and a half hours in, so this is a big decision. <laughs> ah, fuck. I got to go, too. So, no, we'll do that next week, I guess. Okay. So we're doing- I was on. Everyone check out, guys. Check out David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I was a guest on it. And we're going to break it down. He's either hilarious or hates me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still undecided. So we're going to break that down, I guess, next week. Or maybe on the Patreon or something. We'll figure it out. It's up for debate. Uh, yeah. Shit. Good, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Um, but yes, to answer yeah, no, your gotta, question, Hackride is uh, not appearing on the show. So Hackride's not going to be here. So he had to send someone to fill in for him. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, we may have mentioned this guy before, but we've got a game this week and a fill-in host. So let's fire it up, I guess. I've, by the way, I have not seen this yet. Neither have I. So this could be I anything. have no idea what this is. This could be legitimately anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, William Shatner here. You may know me from my science fiction novels called Star Trek. The Ashes of Eden Trilogy, very ahead of its time, as most geniuses' work are. Anyway, I'm here to just ask, drop off just, a friend of mine. Have we ever mentioned William Shatner in any form? Never. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I'm wondering why he'd be filling in on this network, but... It's a great question. I don't know, dude. I guess I didn't know. Are we meeting William Shatner? I didn't want to be rude. Hello, William. Good to meet you. Huge fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Bony, have a good day. Daddy will come and pick you up. William Shatter's taking a shit. The silly fat boy. Now you here? (laughs) Hello there. This is Bony. Thank you, William Shatter, for dropping me off. I got Shatter all over me. That's okay. I like Shatter's holes. Yes, I boldly go where no man has gone before. Yay! Anyway, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Is he a shit or a boner? I think he's a boner that got shit on. Is he implying that William Shatner does what you do to the kids on the bus? I don't do anything to the kids on the bus. I avoid them. Okay. But I'm saying, how did the, the, the shit get on the boner? That is the question for Hagrid, but like he's not here, so he can't answer any of these questions. Ah, damn. <laughs> damn. All right. Well, let's continue, I guess. Let's play a game. It's called Measuring Boners. Yeah. (laughs) How we play this game is we go by the number of YouTube views. Yes, I know people have. Okay, I know where this is going. Yeah, as do I. (laughs) I guess the point is the shit on our other content. Yeah, and that stuttering John brings in eyes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because that's what it's all about is just doing things, no matter how much you care about them. Uh, or are interested in them or how repetitive they get if you just do them because they get views. Now, to be I suppose f- is the point of today's game. <laughs> to be fair, we could be wrong, but that's my guess. <laughs> we could be wrong. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Other places, but this is how we're doing it. We're doing YouTube views and we're measuring powders. Yay! In my first group, I have Cardiff Electric. I have Dookie. I have Jack Zumach. And I have Craig. Yes, our Craig. Of those four, who has the biggest boner? Yay! In you, right. terms of YouTube views, it better not be me. I'm imagining Cardiff. And like, if you. 
Um, it's either Zumach or Cardiff. I don't think it's Zoom. I, I think yeah, I'm gonna go with Cardiff Electric. I'll go with Zumach to be different, but I think you're right. Big Craig last at number four. You were correct. He only has 720 views. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Views on what? I don't know, because I don't use YouTube. Hmm. Okay. Maybe maybe like two-year-old videos or something? I don't know. Okay. I'm interesting to see how I'm going to be insulted in all of this, but let's continue. 20,720 total. That's as many as I've watched my own channel. What is wrong with you, Greg? I know they're all Patreon. That's stinky whole work Yeah, that's, right that's how it works, Coming fucking bony. It's on Patreon. 290,000. Little difference between you and them, huh, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Second, it's Cardiff. Oh, wow, I was right. Good job, wow. Cardiff. And finally, the winner in this bracket, Chad Zumach at 940. Holy shit. Chad, you have the biggest I, So is the, is the end, maybe we should just let it play and get there. Yeah, I he's going to be, he's going to be furious we paused it anyways. I feel completely fine if the message of this video is that I should be more like Chad Zumach. <laughs> I feel fine with not doing that. Yeah. But yeah. let's continue. Yay! Okay. In our next bracket, we have Blind Mike Gary. Yay! And we have Stuttering John. And we have Tom Myers. The heavy hitters. And we have our boy, the Army Major. So who you think is number one? Let us know. Stuttering John? John, right? John or Richard? I would think definitely John. If you I said so. Tom Myers has the tiniest boner, you were right. With a hundred... Tom, Richard, you, Stuttering John? It's such a small boner, Tom Myers. Yay! And then coming in third, the Army Major with 384,000. Great showing, Army Major. We love you. Yay! Mike, <laughs> you have the second biggest boner in this group. 446,000. That's yeah, that was wrong. That's a very big boner, Mike. Yay! But the winner and still champion in this group. Hey, can I apologize to Boney? Maybe... I just got to say, my instinct was dealing with Hackride. He's very confrontational. He bullies me. Mm-hmm. Maybe Boney's not as confrontational. No, maybe Boney's, maybe Boney's our friend. Maybe Boney's just here to insult you. Chad Zumach has, yeah, he's just, he, Boney hates me, <laughs> apparently. <Yeah. laughs> um, so Zumach has more views than Stuttering John, which is crazy. Stuttering John Melendez with 683,000 views, and he erased all his videos. Oh, my God, he laughed us all. Yeah. And finally, our last group here for the body boner measuring game. We have one Shuli Iga. We have Tony Michaels. We have Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. And we have Nobody Likes Onions. Who has the biggest boner in this group? Carl? I'm going to say Nobody Likes Onions because he's been doing it for Oh, yeah. If he's you guess Onions, around. you are wrong. He has the smallest boner at 1.2 million views. I think it's Tony Michaels. Drive in, drive out, drive through his 3.1 million views. That's still a lot, Tony Michaels. I'm really impressed with all those views. That's Black a big boner, Tony Michaels. Coming up next is Shuli Iga. Shuli with 6.3 million. So many views. 6.3 million views. My boner is enormous. Yay! But the winner is Carl from Who Are These Podcasts at 7.8 million views. You are the winner of today's Boney's Biggest Boner Game. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. Okay. Was that it? That was it. Why was I included? I don't use YouTube. 
What what just happened? <laughs> we just uh, looked at people's numbers, I guess. <laughs> can I give you? Can I give you my uh, assumption of what just went on here? Sure. It was not what I thought was going to happen. I will say. No, it wasn't. And shame on me for jumping the conclusion. If it was hack ride, fault. if it was hack ride, it definitely would have gone that way. But Boney is different. Sure. No, Boney might be a kinder, gentler soul. I think what happened over at Hack Ride Studios, which Boney's an employee of, right? I think what happened is the boss may have taken a trip to the post office and mailed this one in. <laughs> You don't think you don't think uh, making that up until we started was a hint. <laughs> I, I think I think it's possible. I think it's possible, and I'm going to be scolded afterwards for this. I think it's possible someone over there at Hack Ride Studios said the boys haven't had a game in a while. Let's just give them something, <laughs> some sort of game, yeah. And counted YouTube views and sent us that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Meanwhile. Gotham City still goes unprotected. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <You're> right. <laughs> uh, well, interesting. Guys, uh, I was going to promote this with Hackride. I, I don't really know how to promote it. But uh, first of all, watch Puzzle Box every Thursday night mm-hmm. at 11 p.m. Eastern. That's right. But also, he told me to mention it, and I, I don't want to do it a disservice by mentioning it without him because I don't really know how to explain it, but I guess Bob Levy is... Creating his own channel and Hack Ride is doing stuff for him? Yes. That is all I know. Uh, last I checked, Bob Levy was in the hospital. So who knows what's happening? Oh, jeez. I think. Someone posted pictures of him looking like he was going in for surgery of some kind. Oh, well, hopefully it's nothing serious. But yeah, uh, Hack Ride, I guess, is doing work for him, which means I suspect we'll be getting a lot more uh, bony than Hack Ride, if you know what I mean. We're losing Hack Ride and we're getting bony. All right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which okay. I don't know how I feel about. But I don't think I like that. <laughs> no, it's just, it's sad. I hope that's not true. But yeah, uh, I also don't know if it's up yet, so I don't know what he wanted me to promote exactly. Check out Hackride's Twitter. Yeah, just follow Hackride everywhere for God's sake. That's, yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck about promoting what Shuli and Bob are doing. Go follow Hackride. Hackride on YouTube, uh, a Hackride on Twitter and Instagram, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe you're right. But yeah, more important. Yeah, subscribe to Hack Rides YouTube. Get him to a thousand subscribers um, so he can start uh, monetizing that shit, you know? Yeah, I think he's... Uh, keep your eyes out for the Hack Ride Patreon seems to be coming. Oh, is that right? I believe so. Good. That's what people need is more Patreons to subscribe to. Yeah, I mean, I, I made mine like a, over a year ago and that was too late, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you get him to a thousand subscribers, you can have YouTube members too, which is probably be- it's probably the way things are going these days. So yeah, they need to make subscribe that to the man's YouTube easier. for God's sake. They got to take the uh, uh, Patreon tier system for YouTube, and it'd be a winner. How about this? What you do is you go go to subscribe to Hack Rides YouTube. Make sure you comment and let them know that the gearheads miss Hack Ride. We don't, that. Boney's not cutting the mustard here. Yeah, yeah. Gearheads. We Tell him this is his home. He's going out flirting with Bob Levy, which it's always good to, uh, you know, hit your wagon to a 70-year-old who's dying in the hospital. Yeah, we forgive <laughs> <laughs> Say, we, we, we forgive him for cheating on us. <laughs> well, no, Bob's probably going to do much, uh, he's got much more, uh, a higher ceiling than I do, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, convince Hackride not to leave us, for God's sake. He seems... 
He's got his fingers in many other uh, cookie jars. Other holes. Yes, he's fingering many other holes, much like Craig does. I don't do that. Time. That's not true. <laughs> not true. I avoid the bus. Uh, yeah, so he's fingering kids the way Hack Ride does when they get off the bus. And No, I mean, that's not what I meant. What was the analogy we used? <laughs> I don't know, but that was awfully direct. <laughs> This is a weird episode. I don't see it being monetized. No. <laughs> I think uh, I think saying that last line was definitely the nail in the coffin. I think by YouTube standards, that's probably the tamest thing we've said. Oh, for sure. But I think the Matt Reif clip might legitimately get us banned for like six yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, support Hack Ride is my central message here. I'm sure I'll get yelled at for this. Mm-hmm. You know, he scolds me, but I take it. Yep. Like a like a beaten wife. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is we always he he and I both always make these like domestic partnership analogies. Yeah, I should be like his. I should be telling him what to do, right? I should be his boss technically. Go ahead and try. I won't. I, I, that's <laughs> the thing is, I'm a I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Hack Ride. Hopefully, he'll be back on the show soon at some point. For now, we'll settle for Boney. Yep. And William Shatner. Was that, was that it? The Shatner? Is it implied that Shatner's gay? I don't know. He just took a dump. That's that's all I got. But why the shit on the dick is what I... I also, I'm trying to figure out if Boney is everyone's boner. Hmm. Well, until next time, folks. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. If you like the program, if you want stuff early as well as bonus content, subscribe to the Patreon or become a YouTube member. If you're watching right now on YouTube, Mm -hmm. on your desktop, apparently you can become a YouTube member. Yep. So Patreon, YouTube, you can support the show with monthly memberships. uh, Or if you'd rather just support the show for free, subscribe to YouTube, tap the notification bell, all that stuff that helps the algorithm help this channel grow, get us to 10,000 subscribers, get us to 5,000. That'll probably be a good start. Huh? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, everywhere else you get podcasts, leave a five-star review, all of that. You can also support the Craigster, Craigers as he's known in the streets, or the scary man that lurks by the bus stop. <laughs> That's very unfortunate. The man who's always got so much candy and doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, very good show. Support the candy fund. Yeah. That's how I'm going to start saying subscribe to Very Good Show now. I don't Support like that. the Candy Fund. <laughs> I, don't I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Well, that's the chatter around the streets. <laughs> Support the Candy Fund. Go to verygoodshow.org. Support what Craig's doing. They have a new true crime podcast. Yep. Uh, apparently, they're coming for Vinny and Carl. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's, it's the same thing. And uh, uh, support them, verygoodshow.org. Verygoodshow.org. New episode of Rubbed Out on Patreon uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, depending on when it's concluded. Well, I don't know what this episode was, really, but I have a wedding to go to, so this is what you get. (laughs) And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way, everyone all the way. Now, this is very interesting. Now, really, ladies, if you listen in, and men. And everybody in between. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on.
the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. Can you please kindly F off, please? If a person is on a bridge threatening to jump, how do we know that he wants help? Anyway, God bless America.